0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League. So we are continuing Music Month. This is going to be a little weird, because Music Month was supposed to roll up straight into Coachella, but because of, thanks to the good old-fashioned coronavirus, uh, Coachella is pushed back till October, so Music Month is about to be extended (laughs) uh, indefinitely. Let's go. Because we got this shit going up. We had all this stuff planned to do at Coachella, too, so we we got (laughs) to fill a lot of months but this is a highly requested episode. Um, everyone's going to be very psyched to hear these guys. I know I am. I know most of them. One, one's a stranger, but every single person in the town we grew up knew. So uh, give a nice round of applause and welcome with me to the podcast, Goose Thumps.
1: Woo! Yeah. go. <laughs> um,
0: if you guys wouldn't mind going one by one, introducing yourself, um, your name, what do you do in Goose Thumps, and then also your stage name.
2: Uh, My name is Freddie Van. Believe it or not, my stage name is also Freddie Van. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Shit's dope. In Goose Thumps, you know, we we share a pretty big, you know, responsibility between the four of us. But if I had to choose, you know, I'd say I'm I'm half DJ. And then also I oversee a lot of the the operations, uh, just kind of the day-to-day, you know, making sure things get done in really no particular order. And he is, by the way... He is wearing a goose thumb shirt. Uh, slight brag. <laughs> I am. Really. I <laughs> for some reason thought there might have been a video. If I knew it was a podcast, I, I wanted to wear it anyways. Will so.
3: be available <laughs> on the website real soon. It's yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll do, we'll take some
0: photos. Don't you worry. <laughs>
4: um i am uh jack reynolds um my stage name is to be determined right now because is it actually
0: to be determined it
4: it used to be who cares but i actually caught some like legal heat from another dj in chicago named who cares that's a funny story with a cease and desist letter so it's an ongoing case yeah so i so i gotta so i gotta change my mantra but what i do in goosebumps i mean i just learn how to DJ. I've been producing for about like eight years and I do all like the visual stuff. So all the branding, all the website, all like the graphics is what I handle. And he Thanks. kills
0: it. I thought, I thought your name was going to actually be to be determined. And I have,
3: that could be hot. I no. have something that could that's be our hot, first yeah. segment, which
0: I was going to be like, you fucked me up on that one. Like, that's a good one. It
3: honestly slaps his name. It's, not it's something to consider. Yeah. yeah. All right. But yeah, I'm Tom. Um, my music audience knows me as Swayboy. Um, and with goose thumbs, um, I kind of just like try to keep things moving, uh, make sure we, um, always have a next step coming up. Uh, I've booked most of our shows, just talking to venue managers, things like that, talking to other artists. Um, yeah, just keeping it moving. Uh, we've done a lot of our shows on our own, but we're really trying to expand out and get other artists like other local artists on our shows. So talking to guys like that is a lot of what I do.
2: Nice.
5: Yeah. Tom's being a little humble there. I would say it he's is. our, our budding is. leader. Yeah, he's, sure. he's been spearheading <laughs> he's a lot of this right now. He,
2: he lights the fire under our ass. He's yeah. was moving. You were the meat of beer. Sure. Like, yeah. uh, you could say so, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah.
5: uh, Nate Service. Um, I go into the mantra Trappa, T-R-V-P-A, the the Trap A.
0: Like Trapicana, a tra- like tra- the guy a. we went to high school
5: with? Um, it's actually a <laughs> reference from uh, the movie Halloween Town. I did not know that dude. dude yeah. I did also not know did that. Also did <laughs> yeah, I try to keep it
0: low key, but um, if, it's, if, if it's all, all of us, I if it's figure I'll, I'll blow my,
5: blow my, my load right now. <laughs> if it's not, uh, <laughs> if it's not Calabar's revenge, I don't know what you're Wait, talking so about. So the grace spell. the grace spell uh, the way to turn the grace spell backwards is, uh, trappa, which is apart backwards. So it's an idea oh, of wow. making things gray to bring the color back to them. Damn. Damn! I just got a history lesson yeah. right there. I did not know that, dude. Genuinely, genuinely, I did not know that. None of us yeah, knew that. I don't genuinely. tell people. I don't tell people. Uh, but it's <laughs> dope. But yeah, I, I, <laughs> I like to joke that I'm the the CFO of the company. I like to you know do projections, you know keep us on on point, make sure we're not overextending things like that, and, and you know. Keeping things tight as well. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, quick follow-up question. It's going to be
0: pretty stupid. Uh, how fast did you buy your Disney Plus account? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I got
5: the I got Verizon Wireless, so they gave uh-huh. it for me for free for a year. Mm-hmm. But the day of, yeah. I had it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rip through the Mandalorian <laughs> immediately. Watch, I've watched Brink. I watched Smart House. Uh, I mean, I've been catching up on the. Classics. That's how we get ready for shows. <laughs> just
0: yeah. watching
3: like Mulan and shit. Like yeah. that. So it's,
0: <laughs> it's
5: funny that you mentioned that. One of our ranks, and I
0: think I think it was like the week Disney Plus came out, is we did a rank of Disney Channel originals. Um, what is your number one Disney Channel originals? Spring. Brink. Brink. Ooh. Brink. Okay. A Brink's a banger. Yeah. I think. Yeah,
3: yeah oh. it's solid. I got to
4: go luck of the Irish.
0: I got to go with it. I got to go with it. Real quick, um, (laughs) (laughs) low-key, do you remember the part at the very end where um, they're doing their basketball and the the evil – Evil Leprechaun, he, like, does the transform to be, like, a really looking evil. They just yeah. scare the shit out oh, of it was me. Cool. And then it with the Seamus. Evil
3: Leprechaun breakdance finale. I need to watch those. Uh, it was an Irish
4: dance finale. He ended up breakdancing on the court. But, yeah, the face was crazy. Dude, Dude, some of the Disney Channel movies back in the day. Oh, yeah. Some of the Disney Channel movies back in the day. Did you remember, like, Don't Look Under the Bed? Well, that's a banger. Amazing. They like took that off air completely because it was like so
0: horrifying for kids. It was yeah. crazy.
4: Yeah. But yeah, the Disney Channel movies, I can get into discussion
0: <laughs> all, 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 all night. Yeah. I, I would say a low key banger. Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff. Cook-Off oh, really? good. Oh, there go. <laughs> Love um, also love Alley
5: Cat Strike and Johnny Tsunami. Instant classic. That was
0: the That was the only thing I've ever watched on Disney Plus. What was the yeah.
3: one with Frankie Muniz and it was oh, like a go kart movie? Yes, that was Gas. Uh, it was, it was the movie where
2: catch that it was, kid. It was, catch that kid. Uh, no, it was called oh, so like Lane Thirteen or something. Uh, Miracle and Lane Eight,
3: something like that.
2: Yeah, say big fat liar. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's actually what that's i was thinking. <laughs> another fire
3: cinematic yeah, production yeah. <laughs> great
0: film um i'm just noticing on here let's try to talk one at a time i didn't realize how much this would overlap but let's, let's, let's try for sure, for um sure. <clears throat> but no disney disney brings out everything yeah, I mean, yeah. everyone's got to get gassed yeah. um okay so uh, this actually is going to go in perfectly to the first thing that i wanted to bring up is um i love i i talked to this with east main um I'm, I'm always so intrigued of how people get their names. It's um, so a little backstory about us. Um, we've never actually talked about it on an air, but Beer League is a podcast that basically I've wanted to start before I even did my very first podcast. And I always thought it would be really funny to do like a beer. So it's like, you know, a beer league is like um, a rec league yeah. or something yeah, that you don't, right. you're don't not understand. really taking it too seriously. You're not experts at it. Yeah. So I wanted to do that from like an entertainment standpoint where it's like, I'm not an expert but I'm going to give my opinion on anything and everything. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm sick of watching like first taken and stuff and people are like, Oh, I'm a genius. It's like Stephen A Smith. You know, he's just like my good personal friend, Kobe Bryant said that like, <laughs> I can do the alphabet backwards. And it's like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything?
3: Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: um, I'm, I'm interested. Um, how, why goose thumbs? I love the name by the way, oh. big and, and big props to whoever did your fucking logo. Big, props because we are making our logo. We have our beer league logo, but we for the website, um, we're doing that logo. And uh, first couple of designs, I'm not gonna
2: lie.
3: Yeah, you got to go through a few, man. No yet. So <laughs> how'd you guys it's, come up with goose you know, thumbs? I'll,
2: I'll let I'll let Jay take the lead, but it, it is difficult. I mean, to your point of you know finding the perfect logo because you want someone to express you know yourselves as individuals your you know express your ideas as a company, you know as a collection of people who share a similar value. And it's, like, how do we pinpoint that on a on a simple logo or, you know, company name? Uh, you know, Jack Jack was uh, one of the main legs behind that, so i let him take it away.
4: Yeah, well, I guess, like, Goosom's kind of, like, the name in general came from, like, our first show. So, like, our first show was around Halloween time, yeah. or the weekend of Halloween. Last October. And so we were just thinking, like, what's it, like, how can we brand this towards Halloween? Like, our first, like, kind of Kickstarter show. Um I lowered it. Sorry. Nice, nice. No, you were good. And uh, so we were thinking just like, thinking kind of scary vibes, and Goose Thumps was perfect because we were thinking like goosebumps, but we're banging thumping beats, so let's go with that. Um, and the name just kind of like rung with all of us. Like all of us were like, yo, this name is kind of sick, and like- Got good reviews. Like and, everyone said it was really catchy yeah, and Yeah, and, like and honestly, like they got- v- a goose and a little like speaker emoji which helps a shit ton with like branding and just getting your shit out so yeah. like it kind of like stuck and like goose bumps already is in everyone's mouths so like it was just an easy catch on it but what we had to do was just kind of change like the vibe and logo from like halloween to like more fitting of like what right. we're trying to do so our original logo was like a little go- like a ghost guy because would- we were starting a halloween party mm-hmm. but now it was like we're kind of starting to get serious about it so like we needed to have like kind of a more serious tone but also convey like what we're trying to do yeah so it's a
3: little silly but also like a little bit clean so like it kind of like it hits both those yeah. sides you know and what I mean and the the, the the goose thumps like it's a goose and like the G like it, it the shapes go together well mm-hmm. that's part of the reason we came yeah our, our first
5: yeah. Uh, our first flyer that we designed or that Jack designed as well was was the Goosebumps book cover with uh, four characters from it, and they put all our heads on it. It was yeah, really funny. It was, we didn't end up going with we it. We decided <laughs> to go away from it, it, was, it, was, it was, was really funny. funny. Yeah, we exactly. li- I
4: literally just yeah. photoshopped, like, four pictures of our heads on, like, an old Goose Thumbs cover. it would be a hilarious like, artifact yeah. in the future. Yeah, <laughs> but really, like, the, the new logo was just trying to think of, like, how can we come off of, like, showing the music we want to play without being too just, like, on the nose and, like, standard of, like, oh, just, like, gross-looking kind of, like... Super dubstepy logos. We kind of wanted to like connect, kind of more towards like people like us, but also people that like that music. So we kind of gave it like a little bit of a stank face, as you can tell.
2: Right. Um, he's, was, he's, he's, a a little, he's a little angry. He's making yeah. that
3: bass face, angry. you know. Mm-hmm. So, well, I, I wish you guys could see my shirt right now, but
2: we'll, we'll take a picture to put up on the website yeah, and the Instagram. Absolutely. He's definitely absolutely. hearing
4: some dope ass song. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah some nasty, nasty. some gross. But yeah, really, the name just kind of came from our first party, and then like we just kind of rolled with it because it sounded great it, we, it, it was catchy so we just we just kept up with it yeah. yeah it's like
2: one of those things you know when you got four minds involved it's like okay you know two of us like it three of us like it but we heard goose thumps and it was like you know but it's babay, it like done you know all of us are like done that's that's it that's what we're going for that's you know that's what that's what that's what it's perfect you know? yeah mm-hmm. couldn't even
4: tell you who came up with the name too literally have no idea <laughs> like I, I, I had no idea who was the first person to pitch it out but the second I heard it it was just like let's go I think it was you was it <laughs> so so humble? Honestly, no. I did not know this fire, I I very can, humble
2: enterprise. Yeah, no, I <laughs> I uh I
0: like the name a lot, I think it's really catchy. Um, I immediately went to goose Thumb- or uh, goosebumps. See, look at that. shit. Right. You're welcome, yeah. it's a nice plug. Uh, no, I immediately went to goosebumps, or er, and um, I I don't know, I, I'm gonna I just I want to say that I feel like I've talked to Tom and Naden, I am Freddie individually, but I haven't uh, told you this. Um, I love seeing how actually dedicated you guys are to going out there and actually running with uh, a dream. It's like what I'm trying oh, yeah. to do over here with Beer League. Right. And basically, I feel like uh, there's so many people that talk about doing this shit. Everyone thinks it's like so easy to be famous. It's so easy to make it. Look at all these people. Um, a lot of people just look on like YouTube and shit, and they say to themselves, like... Dude, this person, like, isn't talented at all. How the hell does this person have six million subscribers and making 200 grand a month? Mm -hmm. You know? And they're doing shit. Dude, it's it's less talent and more about the work ethic. No one wants to put in the actual work. And so I love seeing that you guys are going at it and actually doing it. Because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that, when I started this, so our actual thing is low-budget entertainment. And when we were trying to get talent for it, a lot of people would, like, go on. And I would tell them, like, our requirements of what I wanted Per, like week, like what I expect of you guys, mm-hmm. and a lot of people like. So I'd be like, I want you to post if you do like a blog. I want you to do three times a week, and they're like, Ooh, like what about two? And it's like, Oh, if three, <laughs> if three's too much of you at like this crazy low level, it's like then you're obviously not be a part of it. And I'm like, yeah. I'm, I, I would say I'm a little harsh on it, but it's like we have a strict one strike policy. It's like I don't want to ever tell you to post. I never want to tell you to do your job. Right. So it's like if if people on our podcast were like, like uh, us four, if someone was like, ah, uh, you know, I'm just not feeling like doing it this week. It's like, I don't give a shit. Come <laughs> yeah. in. We got to show to, yeah. we got to show to man. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, the show goes on type thing. And so I love seeing like what you guys are doing. And I feel like, um, a, a big fan of yours that I told you guys of like, brought you up that i needed to have you on the podcast which is right. really funny because this is the 31st episode so it's not like we've had that many episodes to get that many <laughs> it like, sounds like a lot That's pretty, <laughs> yeah, seems pretty solid, dude. It's a yeah idea. but anthony we've bosco shows <laughs> anthony bosco is like you got to get goose dumps on andy klein was like shout out bosco by the <laughs> way yeah, he's yeah, been great man he's and so been, so yeah, this is what andy i want to talk also his photos that he took of you guys the moving ones at your last show at hub 51 yeah
3: those are nice um, those are real nice dude
0: it was like perfect for like I wasn't even at the show, dude. Because I hate when people have their phones out at shows. Because I'm like, what are you doing, asshole? But it's like, because no one rewatches their f- videos of concerts. I feel like yeah, yeah. Just, 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 just one just recap on and phone. then delete. Yeah. Yeah. But however, when he posted those photos, I like if I like something on on social media, I don't ever like it. I'll like text the person if I know them. And so it's like he posted that shit, and I went out and I was like, fuck. Yeah. like that shit's dope it like made me like I was trying to go to it it was sadly my girlfriend's birthday what are you gonna do <laughs> and it uh, against her <laughs> over us I know but yeah. I was like that shit made me like have FOMO where I was like fuck yeah because right. it's like you see a video and you're like oh that looks kind of cool but then you I, I don't know I saw that photo and I was like oh fuck yeah absolutely and then and then you guys are like oh we got another show coming up and I was like Right,
3: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude. Uh, one thing you touched on, um, just like working with people who are like, l- like talented, like respect, respectable dudes um, and girls, whoever it is, um, just like being being able to work with those type of people, that's like a huge part of our mission. Is like, because the four of us have been producing and DJing for years, um, all been kind of doing our own things for a while, and when we had this first show last October, um, kind of came together because we were just like, yeah, we've all been doing a lot of really good stuff for a long time. Like we should just like throw a banger together. Um, And now we've had a couple more now, um, but a big part of our mission, which we're looking to do and already gotten in touch with so many people is like reaching out to these other like local guys who are really sick and really good, like people like us who like love like the trap music and bass music space uh, deserve to be DJing shows and things like that. Um, that's who we're trying to collaborate with. Um, like our future shows, we got planned. We're like meeting people online around Reddit, Facebook, Instagram, everything, just like connecting with people who are local to Chicago and playing beats. Um, just like a lot of really cool people we're working with. Um, that's like kind of our mission, like you mentioned, just like working with people like that who are local and like perhaps not getting the type of shine that they really deserve. I, I
0: absolutely love. I'm sorry for cutting you off already. I absolutely love that you said that. So one of the biggest things that I've always preached in like my whole life is um like I know you guys uh, you guys watch a l- little bit of like sports, right? Absolutely. Like, I know I, I grew up playing sports. <laughs> Not for the a foreseeable lot. future uh, sadly. Just, <laughs> oh, yeah, XFL we're still alive. You, no, XFLs canceled they're, they're like, like a, they're Wait like, wait, wait real quick. It happened. Oh, Dragons. let's go. <laughs> the, the,
4: the most fire unis in sports right now. I yeah. say
0: the Seattle Dragons.
3: They're so <laughs> sick. Oh,
0: but what I wanted to say about like sports I think there's so many times where you see it, where a backup comes in, even a third stringer. You saw it this year with the Steelers, especially with like him going down, Rudolph coming in, him getting beat up for supposedly yeah. saying something, and then you got Duck coming in, Duck just slinging his big <laughs> cock duck. all around. But it's like... <laughs> duck thumbs. It's all about the opportunity. And it's so crazy that in all forms of industry... It's just the opportunity that you're given. Are Absolutely. you given the opportunity? And it's like what is success. It's like when timing and opportunity equal each other or like match up, and yeah. that's exactly what it is, and that's exactly what I try to do with this podcast. I love to get people on that I like to talk to because obviously I just like to shoot the shit with people. Yeah, I love hearing what people are doing. Um, I think one of the most toxic things that I see with people like trying to do what I like, what we're trying to do is like create our own stuff. Is they always feel like it's crazy to like, bring up accomplishments. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I got X amount of listens this week. Oh, we got another show. And you, are like, feel yeah. like you're boasting or bragging. Yeah. My thing, it's like, uh, if if you're my friend and I come to you and I was like... Like, I remember this. In college, we had one of our buddies get a job. And, you know, it's like senior years. Everyone's trying to freak out and, like, get their job. And he was saying... Um, he, like, got a job but didn't tell anyone for two weeks. And mm-hmm. then we, like, we finally... Like he he got his contract in the mail. I was like, oh, congratulations! I was mm-hmm. like, when'd you like find out? He's like, oh, a couple of weeks ago. I was like, why'd you tell us? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, he's like, I didn't want anyone to get like jealous or anything. I was like, dude, we're your buddy. Yeah. I think
3: there's a lot of pressure just to be humble about yeah. everything right now, which yeah. is which is good a lot of the time, but it can make it can make you easy
5: to be like you know clamped up. Well, it's right. hard both know. ways because uh, you know some people want to see you fail. Yeah. And, you yeah, know they want to hear that you you know didn't sell tickets or or it went poorly but then yeah, you know most of the true. people around you would be like yo you you know you sold out last week that's amazing. Yeah. Dude, the
0: the first thing I get when yeah. I tell people I have a podcast like you know how many podcasts are out there? I'm like who gives I a shit? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's I
5: do this not, <laughs> there's never too know? many. It's the
3: all same right. thing with music, dude. There's never going to be you're never going to have like oh like I've I have all the music or podcasts I want now. I don't want any more. Like that's not a thing. No. Like it's an infinite space both of them.
0: So yeah, so before we go on I just wanted to say like I love what you guys are doing. Um I I would hope that I can make it to a show next time I just really wanted to give you guys props I, I feel like on the last two episodes I've been kissing the guest ass but I don't know dude I just I just love seeing people actually go for it it's like Hell I just yeah. I like that you guys are actually putting in the work because I'm so sick of people that don't do anything and then I, they come to me and they're like oh man this uh, you know it's just not working out it's like did you print out a flyer did you make a logo yeah did you post did on you social media did, did you, you do anything <clears throat> like yeah. if you just did yeah. one YouTube video and posted it out there, and then you only got a hundred views, dude. That's on you.
4: Yeah. yeah. You know. Well, what, what's super helpful about that too, with like all four of us, and we kind of like touched on earlier, is like we all just play a different role. So it's like it's really nice and like easy when like stuff comes in like that, where it's like, yeah. oh, we need to like figure out where our next show is going to be. We need a flyer. We need to figure out like how many people are going to come. It's like, oh, we got Tom working on the people to talk to. We've got me working on like the flyer, and like these two figuring out like money wise and how many tickets we have to sell. So like everyone has their own role. So like no one I feel like at least recently has felt like too overwhelmed. Right. So like they like this stuff happens yeah. pretty quick. So it's like all right, everyone's on their own shit. And like we get it accomplished just like because we all have our own different skill sets, which is like super awesome to like look back and like just look at from a bird's eye view, just like, damn, it's really lucky that like all four of us like happen to just have like these four different skills that we're really good at. <laughs> Like, yeah. I feel like that's, like, that is, I think it's something that I think we have never really, really thought about. Like, damn, that's, like, a luck of a draw, yeah, right. like, in that way. Like, it's, the, the, it, it's just crazy. Yeah. yeah,
2: I mean, it's a unique point. I mean, we all grew up together, but, you know, to have the synergy that we do, you know, the decision-making, just being on the same page, things like that, you know, whereas it's it, it may seem difficult to others to have foreheads involved, like, for us, we almost feel like it's an advantage, you know, we... We have four different perspectives from like-minded individuals that have known each other for a while. I mean, it's not right. like it's not like two v two like battle royale. Like, let's do this show or that show. It's like you know we are very much on the same page and yeah. I know where we want to you know bring this. You know, I keep calling it a yeah. company, which we well, I mean, it well, like, I mean it's, it's, I mean, well, it's you like it's like is, getting I, stuff
3: done. Sorry, um, like getting shit done, but also like when it comes down to like decision making, like. Like, it's tough to, like, make a tough call, like, just by yourself with one of your other buddies, like, with four of us, like, all to, like, respectfully debate and, like, give our ideas. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's
5: super productive. You're yeah. very copacetic. You yeah, know, it's totally. like, okay, I believe this and I want this. But at the same time, you know, if you guys yeah. vote me out or, you know, if it's 2v2, like then a $10. we're to debate we're and
3: everyone's lost to debate. Yeah. Like, it's just... And at
5: the same time, uh like, I had a crazy busy week rolling up to our last show and they are all just going crazy in the group text, like uh, you know <laughs> like, we, gotta sorry, we gotta get this <laughs> done. we gotta get this sound. <laughs> no that's great got though because really yeah. we, we can trade off you know if someone's not that busy then they, you know they can take on a little bit more responsibility we're all like you know willing to work as a team and, right and, absolutely and build. i think the best thing you can have in any team setting from sports
0: to doing entertainment to doing anything in the workplace or anything is you got to be able to put your ego aside when you think you're right but you're just getting outvoted And it's like, it's so easy to get petty and just be like, for example, um, I've had people when I was doing my first podcast, like, oh, your podcasts are too long. We need to shorten it. And it's like, I, I hate the idea of shortening a podcast because it's like, I want this to be like free flowing conversations, Mm -hmm. but it's like, I got outvoted. And so it's like, instead of being like a little like brat and like, since it's like I sit in front of the computer, people could be like, oh, what time are we at? We could be at 50 minutes. And I'm like, oh, we're at like 25. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a hard thing. I think also a hard thing is, um. Getting people to just not be fucking yes men. Yeah, it's yeah. so annoying yeah. when I bring up an idea or like a logo or a sketch or like anything and everyone's just like, yeah, totally. It's like, fuck that. Right. Like, yeah. dude, yeah. I'm not a fucking genius. I'm not, you know, like Mike it's
3: Myers. easy get like hype and say yes to every decision. You, know, you, there, really, you gotta break it down.
2: Whether it be in these groups, you know, your podcast or, you know, ours, uh, you know, there's there's a respectful way to voice what you think. And if you, you disagree or you do agree there's a way to go about it where it's professional although you know we've known each other for years and years you know you don't just shoot someone's idea down you say well you know that's you got a good idea here but this is what i would think different and you kind of just build off each other like that you know what i mean like you can't just be so close-minded, ignorant, because yeah. that's not how you know a, any any group of individuals are going to grow together. I think you also
3: get a lot better at it too. You right. just get better at like being told no, and like being told like you know understanding that there are better ideas out there. Like it's just it, it gets easier over time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Sure.
5: And from from our experience, you know, even if someone throws out a great idea. We're always just workshopping a few more. Right. Yeah. Like, okay, let's think about all. Yeah.
3: Don't just yeah. jump on the first option. It's like an It'd infinite always... pros and cons list. Yeah. So yeah. Any, yeah. Like any simple,
4: like any simple decision is like, all right, what is the good and bad thing about this? Yeah. You know, like anything is going to be just like, it, like, like our, even like our t-shirts that Fred's wearing right now. Like that was like I remember like one of our biggest
3: things. The whole was like day. How? <laughs> like literally,
4: what is our t-shirt going to look like? Yeah. We literally only have one logo, and it was like the biggest conversation. Yeah and it just ended up being like yeah. all right the, like we we just figured out like everyone yeah. kind of had their own feeling and everyone was like i see both sides and we just met in the middle and it was yeah. like it, honestly all of our like tough decisions has been pretty met with like pretty gracefully i'd right. say at this point which Absolutely. is awesome yeah. Which is, yeah
2: and that was that was sorry Jordan, no, 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 that going. was the fun challenge for coming out the first show. Cause, you know we our first show is in halloween so you know we we sold out the show and you know the questions we asked ourselves is how many people were there for Halloween and how many people were there because they, sh- you know, appreciate the vision that we have or, or shared the vision that we have. Yeah. And then when we had our last show uh, about a week ago, um, you know, and we sold out again, um, and we also produced manufactured shirts, and, you know, we sold out all shirts besides three in about a week span. It's like, okay, so it, it wasn't because of Halloween, but it was because not only our friends, but, you know, other individuals we've connected through in Chicago. do appreciate what we're doing and like that us so far has been the most enjoyable part because it's it's not bugging your friends to buy a ticket you know we're not pressuring them we're not you know we we'd love them there but we also are even more so trying to connect with like i like i mentioned a few times you know those that actually want to be there not because they feel liable to dude okay so that's insane that you said that like this is
0: this is going to go on like a little tangent but like i love that you said that because there's something that i've never known i think when you like grow up is like not having to ask someone to do something and they do it anyways because they like genuinely love you Mm -hmm. and they genuinely support you is like, the craziest thing and it feels so yeah, much better man, than you sure. will like ever I know agree. until it happens
3: Dude, when, sure. you're, when you're working on something that you actually care about and are passionate about it it's just really incredible the amount of work you're down to put in like it doesn't matter if you're working until 2 a.m. like if you care about it it's it, it, it really doesn't feel like work
2: and all four of us have put in hours and hours and hours into this and and you know everyone always says just do what you love do what you love like don't do it for the money and like yeah yeah everyone says that but you still get a full-time job that most people hate and this, you know, we're doing, obviously, like, on the side for now. And and it is truly <laughs> enjoyable. And, like, it doesn't – it truly doesn't feel like work. Like, it is, yeah. it has just it's been incredible. Hour. It's just been yeah. incredible so far, you know. And, you know, we've been doing this for about eight months. And uh, it's just – it's it's awesome to be here. You know, reach reached out to us. Now we're talking about it officially and it just, it's very surreal. Yeah. Honest. It's, it's, it's really been incredible, cool. man.
4: One thing that's also really nice is like the four of us kind of all have like a different reach. Like we're all really good friends, obviously, but we like branch out into like a bunch of different friend groups. Like just from like growing up, like going to different schools and then going to different colleges. Like we all just kind of have a wider reach just throughout all four of us. So like. We have just a really good support group of, like, friends that come oh, yeah. to our shows, which is amazing. Like, they're, yeah. they're, 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 it's it's awesome. Like, anytime we have a show coming up, our friends are the first people to jump on it. And we want to get to the point where, like, we don't have to, like, rely on, like, those friends, which we love coming to the show because mm-hmm. the, being, having the support from them is awesome. But, like, like Freddie said earlier, like, just, like not having to, like, nag them to come. And right. What our goal is is to have, like, look out and just see complete strangers there. Yeah, like, just like local like, music fans see yeah. the
3: name, and they're like, we're going to Goose Yeah, you know, which we're, we're well on our way towards. Like, yeah, incredible. and our last show had about, like, 30 tickets
4: sold, I'd say, that were from, like, just random people that we didn't know or, like, people that were like, hey, I'm interested, and I want to play in this. I want to go check you guys out, which is awesome. And, like, we want to get to the point where it's, like – we don't know any of these people right. because like we want, we just want like the people that are like, yeah. that love the music to come. Yeah. Right. And
2: you know that we were monitoring the tickets obviously. And, and someone would buy a ticket and you know, we'd put in our group text like, yo, does anyone know Joe Schmoe? like, no, who is that? And all four of us would say, no, that ticket means more than like 10 of our friends. I'd it rather have to a random friends. buy a <laughs> ticket than my dad. Like I literally,
3: I'm like more proud that like if a random yes. motherfucker buys a ticket than my like parent, my, mom my parents dad. keep asking to come. Right. I, I don't know what I'm gonna say. <laughs>
5: <yes>. Still <laughs> a plug, just family members thing, and friends. friends. We love you guys. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. for coming. Thank you, Nate. Yes. Well, no, Facts. you
0: you gotta get so big where it's like your family and friends tickets are the shit that you have to sell. We're like, oh man, we're sold out, but I got like you all got like your ten like family and friends. Right. Right fuck those guys. <laughs> I'll trade it. Oh,
5: the, the first yeah. show, we had to do that a couple of times. We expanded yeah. the guest list quite a few times. Yeah. For, for we close sold friends. way over capacity yeah. for yeah. the first show,
3: yeah. which is really fun.
0: Um, I, oh, fuck. I'm blanking on my thought. But um, one of the things where I was going to say is you guys are doing so well at this, and I can tell you just from this, is so many people have reached out to me to like have you guys on the podcast not knowing that I know you.
3: Yeah, That's awesome. <laughs> Which is pretty cool. That's a compliment. So it's like You're Klein singing to us right Like um
0: <laughs> like Klein was like, "Oh, I know you played sports with service, but like do you know Freddie and Tom?" And I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, "Come on." Uh, and Tom. then they're like, "Do you know Jack <laughs> Reynolds?" And I was like, "No, I don't I don't know Jack, but that's one." I was like, "That's <laughs> I one." I don't know. But th- but like that's that's pretty dope and it's like, "I love when um like I, dude, I get the craziest like chills every time like um I'm out where, like a friend comes over and they like bring up something from like a podcast like a couple weeks ago they're like oh dude i heard you doing like the I like, yes! like i yeah. heard you doing the rank about like <laughs> huge um, something huge and they like w. bring it up and it's like you listen, Let's yeah. It. It's I a get, great
4: feeling still, man. Oh, yeah. Literally, any little, any little, just like even just like we put out like a mix before our show, and like yeah. just even like one of our friends being like, "Yo, this, I'm listening to this mix for the past week at the gym." It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, it, it, get, it just I feels get, so good. Still, I get you know? so like,
5: awkward when people are like, "Yo, I love that new song you put out." <laughs> it's like, <"Nah>, thanks, <laughs> well, dude. Well, I hate it. Right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's just, do you mean uh, that? Do you, uh, mean uh, that? you mean that? I know. Yeah, just that that constant feeling of like, are you being nice or? Or do you mean it? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Well, it's a, it's a huge compliment you say that, Joe, because, you know, it, it's not easy asking your friends to buy tickets, you know, whatever the price may be. You know, people like you said, people that know you're, you know, friends with us. So, you know, to hear the local Chicago scene, you know, make requests like that or, or appreciate what we're doing is, is just a, a huge compliment. And at the yeah. same time, you know, we do have this laid-back, relaxed approach, which is, which is sincere. But at the same time, you know, if we're going to be charging for these events, we have to deliver. You know what I mean? We can't have – we can't have – you know, no, no booze or no, you know, or no lights or some weird s- sketchy ticket. We thing, always have you know the I mean? extra It, it mile, is, it's le- you know, these are legitimate events, and we and we take pride in them. You know, we take months planning them, and yes, of course, we ask our friends and everyone else to come. But at the same time, you know, we, we need the guests. You know, leaving with a good taste in their mouths, and like, you know, that was a legitimate fun evening. Like, how else can I get involved with these guys? So that's.
0: God damn, Freddie, you're, you might just have to come on the podcast. Exactly like amen. Amen. Uh, I was like, uh, Jesus, he's uh, like a fucking business like, podcast. I was, sure. was going to say. Well, I'm reading off my notepad. Uh, so, <laughs> just kidding. Um, no, so it's an iPad. The, the biggest thing that I talked about with East Main is, you know, I go to a lot of festivals. I go to a lot of concerts. It's one of my favorite things to do in my in my life. And Breach. I, I never understood when people – um like go and they say like oh that person like wasn't that good live but like that doesn't matter in my opinion that is the only thing that really matters to me because if you love a person dj rapper band any kind of weird artists that are coming up on Pitchfork, pretty much. It's yeah. so like, I want to be able to go, go to a show. I mean, Run the Jewels is just Shout fucking fire. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> you can't even. Headlining Pitchfork. I was going to say, be there It's one of Trapp's favorites. Did you see Run the Jewels when they were there a couple years ago?
5: Yeah, I saw Malala uh, two years ago, and I saw Somerset the next weekend. They does not miss a Run the Jewels uh, nah, show. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal, that's dude. Direct, dude. So
0: it was funny when they opened for Lord at Aragon. Uh, no, they opened at Are Lord at Allstate. Lord? State. Um I was the what only one five. St- five. so I was on like the I was like the only one standing up and like rapping along. And I like looked wow. around and I was like, dude, like no one loves this shit and I looked around Dude, there was like I, chicks. I was just gonna say I was like I felt like I was at like perry stage because oh, I was yeah. looking around all I saw was like fifteen-year-olds with braces and I was like, damn.
4: I mean, the Run the Jewels opening for Lord might be a questionable yeah. bill. Yeah, slide that, so that, so was that was a bad choice. I love choice. it. I, I absolutely <laughs> love it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the they'll, they'll, they'll bring are. a mixed crowd. Yeah, I mean, bring it. a
5: mixed crowd. I mean, crowd. now they're opening up for. Um, or Uh, rage against the machine Machine. Mm -hmm. but they're doing like 40 shows shows together that's i mean uh, that's an unorthodox combination i think but for sure a lot of people are gonna love that i mean that's a lot harder of music so Mm -hmm. i think people can can enjoy both ways but i mean it was fine when it was going
0: to lord i mean i'm just big fans of both their music so it's just like i I mean i I was just happy i'm just always there i I mean i I love going to festivals so it's like you can go what you can go to someone singing like love songs to like fucking Right. You know, you're going to go to a future show after Some that, death, so you right. know it's what you're going
2: to When you're blasting music through, like, you know, 3,000 decibel speakers, you'd be surprised how quickly people catch uh, on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's but, I agree. <laughs>
0: but, no, uh, just just back to the point where I was talking about, like, live music, and I, and I think it matters so much. So, it's like, I really dislike Chance the Rapper because he is so terrible live. And it's like, agreed. I've seen him a bunch of times yeah. where it's like, I feel like I have a good enough i don't know he, if i've
5: ever seen him live oh you're not missing much you're good <laughs> dude <laughs> i got it hit, hit when he closed uh lala that show was awesome coloring book was fire. i really like yeah. uh, yeah. but, uh, but, I, but him i'm back. also i'm
3: also back. a
4: staunch chance hater so i uh, um,
3: i, mean, no, I like it i love he's the, gotten I, a lot worse lately
0: i love chance as a rapper i think he's great i think 10 day was insane i think 10 days is his best acid rap is obviously incredible um Coloring books, good. Big day. <laughs> Throw it the fuck out. It's a big old fly.
5: Hot shower. Throw it the fuck hot out. Shower is he hot. loves his wife. Hot shower is hot.
2: That <laughs> hot track is hot. He loves that's, his wife. literally dude.
0: What, what every musician I believe should strive for. I don't know if anyone's a Frank Ocean oh, fan yeah. here, I'm but when he says the song. best song wasn't the single, that's when you know you got a <laughs> fucking heat. that's when you know you're a good artist. That's yeah. speaking of, speak
2: speak of Frank Ocean, shout out Andy Klein. He's got a Frank Ocean on his chest of course he does (laughs) he's got the he's got the blonde logo um um, but
0: no so i just think it's so important to like put on a good show and i like that what like you guys were saying and this is actually going to go on to like i want to hear what you guys like go into a show and i like to hear that it is very important for you because like exactly what you said your friends and family might come to every show you want, but that's not the people who you want and who's gonna actually yeah, rocket you to start them. You need the random people. So how do you get the random people? And I believe live music nowadays is still is bigger than ever. Yeah, I mean that's sure. how many people are making their music. And I think that it's so important to make a good live show. There's so many times where I've gone to a festival, it's like one o'clock in the afternoon, and I'll have like a buddy tap me on the shoulder and be like, Hey, we should go check out this person. I was like, I don't know who the fuck they are. Right. And I walk up there and I'm just like Ooh, yeah, yeah,
5: It's yeah, the best feeling, yeah. right? Yeah. Like that shit was yeah. dope.
0: And then yeah, you yeah. go, you go back to your like campsite and you're like you're like downloading on Spotify. You're like yeah. you're like Googling up and you're like, yeah. and then the next day you're like a number one fan. And you're like, dude, you see like uh Kevin Abstract of Brock yeah. Hampton? He did a he did an album did like you four see years ago. You just missed
4: him in town too. Yeah. Literally yeah. every time you become just a fan, he just played.
3: I, I think <laughs> it, I think I think it's super I think it's super important to have a, a digital and online presence, like it for sure is, but I think it's also easy to leave it at that. So I think bringing in the live local aspect like that's how you're going to expand and that's how you're going to like bring in like consistent fans like you know like these guys are in Chicago like playing shows every week like that's someone you're going to connect with and like you know want to keep going to their to their events and things like that
0: it sounds stupid But think of, like, when you go to a restaurant or any store, it's like, what really keeps you coming back? It's like, if you have, like, a really good experience. Yeah. So it's like, if you, say you, like, broke a phone, you go into Verizon, or you go into Apple, or wherever the fuck you go, and, like, you got someone coming up to you, and it's like, hey, man... Don't worry about it. You got this insurance. Let me get you a new iPhone. I'll back up everything. I'll like, be yeah. ready in like 30 oh, minutes. And they then they you leave. You. And you're always oh. like, and then you start doing the word of mouth. And I think word of mouth is the strongest oh, yeah. thing you can Absolutely. possibly do. You'll best. start being like this okay. Like Freddie has got a crack on his phone. And I'll be like, hey, Freddie, you, you should go to a sprint on. Like, they just yeah. hooked me out. On exactly. this. And then they're going to do that. And then you always get that. So I think it's so powerful if you do a good live show oh. because that's like you actually showing who the hell you are. Exactly. Behind social media and behind all these walls and these like pictures. It's always available. You could fake whatever the hell you want. You could, you could, dude. You could like Photoshop a crowd of fucking Lollapalooza when like Childish Gambino was playing. You could be like, be like, (laughs) dude, last night at the mid was lit and like, dude, the mids inside. And you're like, oh no, no, they (laughs) just open up.
5: (laughs) (laughs) No, we've already had that a a little bit. I think Uh, you know, friends standing up to their distant friends who we don't know, being like, hey, I'm gonna bring three friends, or you know, my friend like brought his brother. You know, just. Just networking, small things like that where, absolutely. you know, close friends of us already know that, you know, how much we care, how much we're putting into this and, and are, are laying, you know, their reputation essentially on the line to say, hey, this is going to be a fun show. You should come. Yeah, and I
2: think absolutely. An, an, another thing is we've kind of been juggling between the two all night, but, you know, we're truly targeting two different segments. You know, we're, we're targeting those, you know, performers and musicians and DJs and producers who don't necessarily have the, the following or the means or the resources to go play a show at Aragon or Concord or Radius. And we are presenting them an opportunity, like a very you know, mid-sized show where we can bring uh, you know, a very large crowd. But we're also attracting those that, that are not just DJs and producers, but those kids that don't necessarily want to pay hundred dollars to go see bass nectar or excision at one of those same venues, and anyway in those lines, and you know, pay the high ticket price, and be surrounded by a thousand people, and you got to wait thirty seconds to take a piss, or sorry, thirty <laughs> minutes to take a piss. <laughs> you know, it's so the we're the targeting both. You know, we're, we're not we're not. So, I know at anyone we you know we're, we're welcoming performers who want to play for us, and we're welcoming those that you know are necessarily wanting to deal with you know the the massive you know hurdles that come with going to see someone like you know yeah. the big name trapping bass producers that do come to Chicago. So yeah. it's it's really, it's, yeah. Yeah. So I, I got to ask it. I mean, DJs get a lot of flack. Um, oh
0: yeah, producers no as well oh for yeah. live performances. They get a lot of shit. You know, they're not doing anything up there. Um, and, like, I know that's not true. And But what I want to ask you guys, it's because I've never performed. You know, mm. I fucking record my house, <laughs> you know this is the biggest audience Uh, this is the biggest audience i've ever had um so it's like what are you guys trying to do like what what is your mindset for going into these things to try to either kill that stereotype you know spin it a little bit or at least try to give uh you know more unique spin on like your shows like what do you like what are you guys trying to accomplish with that and what do you, you know
4: for sure so i think like one of the first things is that, especially, like, now with us just starting off, like, how we talked about earlier, like, kind of how our fan bases are kind of splitting into two. We have, like, our really good friends and the people that love just bass music and trad right. music. So, one thing, like, we – people, like, DJs get a bad rap because they're just – People are like, oh, you're just pressing play up there and it's playing whatever songs. It's easy to go songs. up there and do
3: nothing. You can do that. But know.
4: the thing, like, the th- they, what people don't know is that, like, we were over at Freddie's place, like, two or three times a week for, like, two months before the <laughs> show, like, playing out our sets in full and, like, and, just, re- and like, just fitting every piece of the puzzle. And, like, the hard part about – the not the hard part, but the fun part about it is really trying to find the music – that we want to play to people, but also music that people can vibe with, and people that like might not be super into bass music that are like our friends that are just coming for now mm-hmm. is trying to find that middle ground into how we can get them more, like, their their minds open up to, like, more kind of, like, experimental mm-hmm. music, right. like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which and is the toughest part.
5: A few days before the show, I know me and Fred were both agreeing, like, man, like, I really don't like my set. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if people are going to like it. Yeah. just because we were, like, we cared so much, you know, we wanted it to be perfect. And, you know, everyone was like, okay, yeah, you're doing great. Like, the transitions are clean, the songs are good, you just gotta you know, be a little bit more confident, it's gonna be great, and yeah. right. know, it did turn out and, that way.
2: And, and to be clear, I'm sure people are listening and thinking like, you know, oh, these guys like practice or set ahead of time. You know, thing I understand is, you know, we're, we're trying to share the pie, whether it be us four or you know, the outside performers that we're bringing on in the next couple of shows, we'll get into later, but we got 45 minutes to make an impression, you know what I mean? Yeah. So if you're gonna sit here and say, oh, I'm gonna play on the fly, you know, we do not, let me be clear, we do not pre-record. From one performer to yeah. another, whether it's a DJ or a rapper or a yeah. guitar player, to stand up there and pretend is like, truly, I just, I can't wrap my head around it. And I can't believe the people that do. And it is just, you, you can just tell, you know, you can just tell, you yeah. know, if they're not really into it, you know, and th- that's not the case here. Of course, we get something prepared because like I, like I mentioned, you know, we, it's not a one, it's not like a two hour set where, yeah, you got to go on the fly for a bit. It's, you know, you got 45 minutes to make an impression. You know, we each got, we each got our own style. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, like we will get into later. You know, you know, we're, we want everyone to have it. You know, a little piece of the pie. So,
0: so uh, do you guys know a producer K by any chance? Oh, <laughs> March 16, I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So or May 16, for I'm sorry, May for anyone that for anyone that shits on live performances when it comes from, you know, a producer, a DJ. He is a really good example that I would say because I saw him, holy shit, I, I don't even know how old I was. I think I was like... He's super talented. I think I was like 20. Yeah, I, I couldn't even tell you. I remember because... Spin around. Uh, one of my buddies was just like, hey, you got to go check out this guy. He like makes uh, a lot of beats. He like works with a lot of hip-hop people. And I was like, sure. And I remember seeing his set and being like... A lot of lols. A yeah, lot, yeah. like, lot of, like, loud loud weird noises. And then I saw him last year at Coachella. And, like, I, d- I do love him. And so I was like, I definitely want to check him out again. And, like, honestly, he was up against Ariana Grande, who I could give two shits about. Yeah. And so I went and saw him again. And, dude, you could just tell.
2: Like, mm.
0: th- this isn't just, like... I mean, Josh he could have easily just there, been man. living off his name and living off his albums and keep playing shitty you know, sets. He's but no, his dude, all he, into he you could tell that he's definitely practiced it, yeah. gotten help or something, because his last set was impeccable. Transitions yeah. were flawless. You know, he—you could tell that like, I think what a lot of people don't realize is, I think when it comes from a DJ set or producer set, is you get this overall. Um, I'm gonna say this a lot in the next couple of sentences, but like you get this like vibe of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. You get it, and I feel like it's almost like a symphony where it's like you plan on your open air. It's just like any band, any yeah. rapper ever. You have your opener, your middle. It's like a yeah, movie. It's a like Christian you got your opener. You're, you're going, to, yeah, going up. You're going sure. down. You got to lead them, and then you go back up. It's yeah. like you're trying to tell a story. <laughs> as yeah. you go and so I, I just I just think a lot of people don't see that and i don't blame them if i'm being honest yeah. cuz it's very easy to see like a steve aoki yeah. who's never behind the turntables where you're just like yeah. what, do what do the do fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> also did this guy buy the whole jewelasco cake section cuz how many <laughs> fucking <laughs> cakes does he have, you know? i remember when we saw him he brought out a fifth cake and i He's literally was like man. who, <laughs> the, hell, who <laughs> the hell's fit. got five? i'm like i'm like you so you got to think of that. He went to the store. He had 4 they looked at each other, we and, more. and we this need is like happened. This is like happened before. Where he's like, "I told you. <laughs> man, if we it, ran out last time, we ran out last time. I really wanted that fifth one. You better give me that fifth one." And the guy's there, are like, "I'll buy the fifth one." And then you know, after that show, he's like, "I told you, we could have gotten a sixth one." So um, that's fun. So um, uh, what do you, what do you guys think about it as well? Like, um, what do you what do you guys? Oh, sorry. So it's like a, you know a band. Uh, fuck, uh, purity ring. Yeah, I yeah, right. yeah.
4: I've seen it. we've seen There's them just a coming lot. Back too. Yeah, yeah. Ring they're just changed. coming back, I, I mean, believe. I It'd love be purity
3: sang.
0: ring. Yeah, so, so bad it's bad like um, really the awesome. guy that makes the beats. How he came up with like the crystal drums, like the beat pad. Yeah. Is he basically studies like a lot of people they go to these shows, and they don't want to see people just behind a turntable. They would because they don't believe they're doing anything. Yeah. So I wanted to make these beat pads so it proves that I'm actually doing something, and I thought that that was a genius. Yeah. genius yeah, idea of way to flip the script.
4: Totally, it absolutely is, and with like the music that he's making, and specifically like purity ring, like it fits perfectly with like the stuff that we're mostly kind of banging out, which is like kind of just more like one forty to one twenty BPM range, like mm-hmm. bass music. Re- to be like I love the live like I love going to see live music and I my music taste is as wide as any palette minus like country like I'll listen to literally anything besides country music <laughs> that's and, that's and that's not that's even that's like I'm not I even talking like I'll I listen too. to like Johnny Cash but I won't listen to like stadium country like that's anything I'll, besides that I'll listen to and kind of forgot where I was going with this but what so like with live music when you kind of set yourself like DJs kind of get like a bad rep because everyone's like well, what are you doing behind there? Yeah. But what people don't understand is, and it's a little bit different with us because right now we're playing a lot of other people's music, but you go see a DJ, that like you said Kate Trinata yourself, that guy spent two years in a studio by himself making all these beats. And like, how else am I going to get this out to the world? Because I made this all on a computer. Like, how else yeah. am I supposed to show people this music? Like, how what am I supposed to do? And I think... With live instruments, when it comes to, like, electronic music, it's great, but I think there's, like, kind of, like, a break. There's, like, with people that, like, deserve that live instrumentation, where it comes, like, grizz, or you have, like, a lot of, like, really insane drum patterns, like, your ring yourself, like, getting those live instruments is key, but with, like, the stuff that we play, I think a lot of it is just more so about just, like, telling the story, like we said, like, earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's really just making sure your set is moving along and making sure that people aren't full energy the entire time making sure that there's a little bit of a switch up making sure that you're hitting different vibes so that like different people are also appreciative when you're playing so like live instruments i absolutely love in electronic sets but i think there's a little bit of like a divide between like when people should be using them and when they shouldn't and i think like a good dj is just important as like someone who can perform an electronic music set, like on like a drum pad or like with instruments. Like I think they both accomplish the same goal, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah. Right. I mean, it's, it's in different ways, Yeah, you know, whatever the tool may be.
2: Yeah. It's reaching the audience, you know, yeah. whether it's, you're playing a guitar or you're on, you know, CDJs, it's, it's reaching the audience. You know, I, I, I don't like people that snub their nose at DJ. It's, it's an like art form yeah, and whatever. It's like, it's like yeah. you, you have people listening to you for t- two, three hours and blasting music as loud as you can through speakers. Like you, and yes, I get you are using buttons and knobs primarily, but you hit one wrong button or one. I won't get into the details, but you know it's the whole yeah. thing screwed up. And like if you pause a set or something, it's you know you it's pa- the same level of focus. Yes, exactly. required. Whether you're yeah. you, whether you're you know strumming strings or you're you're hitting knobs and buttons, it's it's the same level of focus. Yeah. We always so, joked
4: about, like, seeing a DJ up on stage and, like the, like, the music stops and, like, imagine if a DJ was just, like, yo, I need some help up here. Can someone, like, please help me play this song? And Tom it's, and like, and people don't understand that, like, everyone says, I can do, like, whatever a DJ does. And I thought the same thing because I didn't know how to DJ until about, like, six or seven months ago. Yeah. And it took me – and I've had, like, producing backgrounds. And it's it it – it's harder than people like the make it seem curve. like. It's, they, it's, it's not as easy as just going up there and pressing play. Like it's, very it's it's a lot harder than people make it seem like.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um. Real quick, do you guys have a time limit? Or are you guys? No, unless oh, okay, okay, you had one. Yeah, no, no, secret. no. I'm just, I'm good. I just, yeah, uh, just I didn't can't. know if I'm going to get like the, this it soon. No. Cause I, <laughs> cause I actually, like I said, I like where the shit's going. And I told you, I had a feeling this was going to be a long
2: one. Yeah, um, sure. We're just getting started, baby. We're, we're t- locked well,
5: in, so Well, if we're going to stick with it, Tom and I went to Pitchfork, I think it was 2015. Yes. We were choosing between two headliners that we didn't know. Uh, one, the headliner, I can't remember. The other one was Purity Ring. Mm-hmm. And we decided to go to Purity Ring, listen to a couple of songs. Off the I'd never heard of them before listen to a couple songs before we went we're like, all right, let's go to purity ring. Yeah. And I can remember leaving that show, dude, euphoric. Like, yeah. That yeah. show was incredible. they amazing. had that face like, on, like
3: yeah. we just saw something it's, really
0: done. So, so, so that was when they only had crawler shout. then? That it album? was just the two of them. Yeah. So it was, it was belly speak
5: f- and, and yeah. whatever's on that. Yeah. It was just those like four or five songs that they had. They are a really good show. Now.
0: So it's funny that you mentioned that. So how I got into them is, uh, Michael Nacelli, we were at Buku and great uh, festival, man. Oh, I love oh we'll get we'll get into that. Shout out Mike <laughs> and Sally also. Yeah. And uh so so he so we drove down there for like sixteen and a half hours. He kept talking about this fucking purity ring. And so we were all, what you know, it? making jokes and stuff, obviously. And he kept telling us, he's like, Okay, it's on the second day at this time. He's like, We're all going to see this. It was like right before pretty lights, and like I'm not a big pretty lights fan, so I had nowhere to be. But it's like I was with a lot of big fans of them. And so I stayed the whole show with them. And I remember walking in there and I just saw the crystals light up. I think Jack's dead. And uh, I remember seeing. I saw saw, like the crystals light up and they had like all the light bulbs like in between them. And I was just like, what? The fuck is going on here? <laughs> and then, the, like the little girl came out, and like the thing I remember the whole next day. I was like, I'm a marrier. I was like, yeah, that's that's my girl.
2: Those are the most impactful shows, you know. When when you can sit here and you can vividly remember. Everyone has their own. Yeah, when, like, and, it's you know, like dude, that just resonates you know, with me. Yeah, there's no rhyme or reason, but you, you you remember it so vividly, and you walk away and look at your buddy, your girlfriend, like, holy shit, that wasn't inc- that was incredible, and like you're you're kind of speechless for a second. That that's yeah. That's just, that's, you know, I, I want that's to experience that you know, there's no feeling like it.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the last thing I wanted to say about live performances is um, there's a lot of people like, I've gone to Coachella the last three years. This is supposed to be my fourth year in a row. And a lot of people have said like, oh, doesn't that cost so much money? Like, isn't it stupid to travel for a festival? And I always say this. Yeah, a little bit. But there's, <laughs> there's going to be this one show. There's this one show every year. That you're gonna be standing in the crowd, like, someone's oh gonna be playing, and yeah. you're gonna like turn to the group you're with, and it's like also like being there with your and friends it might is just awesome. Be you who's and you just it. like <laughs> look around, and you're just like, "This is why yeah. I came here. This is why yeah. I spent yes. six hundred bucks yeah. on a ticket. Yeah, man. It cost me two grand for this whole fucking weekend. Yeah. I'm happy to spend twenty bucks on the
2: beer. It's like I'm I'm pumped for this shit. Yeah, yeah.
3: it's an experience, man. You can't really put a price on it if, and you, I, if you appreciate it right. properly. and I
2: guess once once you experience it once, you understand. Yeah, you know I mean, and I, I'm not trying to sound like a uh, like, a, like a douche or anything, like, like it's just like. Can we you know, say that? <laughs> 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 blurb, <laughs> but it's just like you know once once you feel it once you you understand why people spend you know two grand on some shit festival spending twenty dollars beers in three hours and some yeah. you know.
3: I'll take the criticism every time. Yeah, I'll be 100%. like it was worth it, man. Yeah, yeah, I would have paid double. And,
2: and not not to circle back, but that's where the four of us truly became connected. Because oh. especially when you experience that something, you know, with with a couple of your friends. It's just you know the first few times especially it's 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 something great man.
0: Yeah, I remember last or er, I don't know what my show was. Oh no, last year what was my show? Oh, I think Hatronaut. I looked around. I was like, this shit was dope. But two years ago, amazing. Um, Odessa was there and they were on the main stage and it was like during my. Favorite fucking has anyone been to Coachella by the way?
2: I wish, I man. It's w- on the bucket nah, list. You're just, drub- sure. just rubbing our face. I've been there three times. I would
5: say this,
0: dude. October, <laughs> I <would say> October, <laughs> October. I might be going
5: now. I might be going. October
2: I would
0: say now. this. It's the only festival that I would recommend to anyone. But it was uh, <laughs> Odessa. Odessa was there, and they were during my favorite set time, where it's like it starts as light, but then it ends dark. Oh, the sky sky setting. And so on the main stage, the big mountains are right behind it. And so Kenny Bergen was there. And he was like, dude, I've seen Odessa so many times. Like, I think I kind of want to check out someone else. And I literally, like, I swear to God, I like grabbed him by his face (laughs) and I like shook him. And I was like, I get it. I get it. But this show's going to be different. (laughs) I was like, it's going to be so dope. And we were literally standing there. And that was my moment. And I was like, I turned to him and was like, see, this is why we do it. And he, like, after the show, he's like, yeah, that shit was worth it. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go see him yeah. whenever now.
2: That's hilarious. I mean, that's I had a similar experience with Rufus Sol at this past <laughs> Palooza, And well, I had to bring a to I was at that show. I mean, it, they started during the sunset and they ended at nighttime. And, you know, it, it, to go back to the performer's sing, you know, I don't know their singer's name, but when, he literally looked like he descended from heaven. I mean, he was singing perfectly in tune, <laughs> like, exactly how their songs sound. And... You know, when the sun set, you're like, this is truly the most, one of the most incredible shows I've ever been to. I mean, when you, and when you walk away with that impact, you know, you're just, you're, that's, that's it. There's you know? no better feeling. Yes, there There's they is. truly,
4: not. at least in my opinion, there's yeah, no better there's feeling than just witnessing a sick show and just being like, all you can think about for that's like, it's all you could talk about right. for like two days. Okay. You get back after the show and you're like, dude, that was fucking <laughs> amazing. <laughs> and it's like, exactly. we both talked about it earlier, but it's like the only time you'll watch a video of a recording that you took is the day after you get home from the show where you're like, damn, that was fire. You'll <laughs> never watch it again. Yeah. Or Dude. it's the 100-story,
2: Insta-story, or Snap-story where you just <laughs> <laughs> snapchat every song like this. All right, guys, like, I don't need to click. Yeah. I just matched those clicks, and I'm not watching this whole fucking concert. Uh, yeah.
0: there's, uh, there's only one concert in my whole time of going to shows that I actually got home and rewatched it. It was um, Kendrick Lamar's performance, my very first Coachella. It was, I watched it, it was live-streamed. That was the, amazing. So you the know film. how it came out the on... So it dead. came out at midnight the day I landed in uh, uh, in LA, mm-hmm. and so we drove down there and it like came out at midnight and we were idiots. So I flew into San Francisco because Klein had tricked us. No, <laughs> Sacramento. He tricked us, and it was a nine hour drive. And so Klein, oh, we Sinister. we got the car, really we got a trick. canopy, <laughs> we it's got a in dirty the deed. yeah, we got in the car, we started driving, we got um, in and out. We started driving, and literally, he's like, Okay, I'm going to sleep. We're like, Fuck you. <laughs> and then the guy driving, my buddy Luigi, was like, Hey, um,
4: you got a buddy named Luigi? That's <laughs> his, his real name's
0: Austin, but we call him Luigi. <laughs> no, it's Luigi. It's I, Luigi. Got it. I got you, it. You've met Luigi, haven't you? Real name's Austin. Austin, <laughs> Austin who? Oh, he, he's an Iowa guy, but he was at Fall Catalog. I may um, have, but anyways. So I remember the album came out at midnight. So we waited for midnight, and I remember like listening to it a couple of times, and that was dope. But like that show, I just remember being like, "This shit is so sick!" Like when he opened up with DNA, and we we went back and we got to Klein's house, and I just remember we looked it up and we found like a, a recorded of the stream and rewatched it. That that shit's dope, dude.
4: Uh, that show that. I watched that shit on YouTube from my house, and it was still amazing. So I can't even like imagine being there and watching the show. Like, Dude, we
0: were crazy. so so at Coachella. There's a weird thing where you can't walk around with a beer, can't I walk around that, with that's any drinks. You, an you have Stop to. You have with
3: that. <laughs> you think it, it seems like they're fine.
0: <laughs> it's it's not as bad as you think. Mm-hmm. So in so all of the beer gardens are absolutely insane. There's like clubs in them and stuff. And so our first Sunday there was Easter. So this was supposed to be my pretty second feet. Easter there, and so we were there at Easter, and it was me. It was just me, Klein, and Luigi, and we, we spent like four straight hours in the club, and it was like one of those things where like we went in there, it was pretty bright out, and we walked out because we're like, oh shit, Kung Fu Kenny's coming out in twenty minutes. We gotta get out of this beer garden, <laughs> and we literally like walked out. and We're like, oh, it's pretty dark out here. It's, it's, it's pretty dark. Let me tell you my favorite. Oh fuck. But let me tell you my favorite story about in that club with Luigi. Luigi, I'm sorry, I promised that I wouldn't tell this story, but I gotta tell it. <laughs> tell it. So <laughs> Luigi, we're 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 twenty one. We're allowed to drink. Um so Luigi, we walk in and it's like it, it's like the absolute club because 'cause they're like all like different sponsors, but so this one was the absolute one. So it was all green. And um we walk in there and you know, we we had a nice uh Let's say we were all in high spirits, if you get what I mean, Yes. and uh, we were drinking a good amount of spirits, and uh, we walk in there, (laughs) and Luigi just looks at me and Klein, and he goes, I'll be right back. And so we're like, okay. And this oh. is a, this like club isn't huge. And so like twenty minutes is going by. Me and me and uh, me and client like got a drink. We're dancing. Who the fuck ends up on stage? Luigi.
3: Oh my god. So
0: Luigi goat. Luigi walks up. You would think he there was like goes. best friends That's with the so DJ funny. up there. He literally walked up. I swear to you, just dabbed the guy up, gave him a hug, and then like, like walked with and the then edge. walked off. And he walks straight up to the bar. And we're like, what the hell is this kid doing? So he walks up. And he says, like, can I get a double vodka soda lime? And he's like, you know what? Make it a quad. He's like, make it a quad. The make girl's it like, gr- the girl's like, 80 I, bucks. I've the girl's never, like, I can't do that. I've never heard of a quad. He's like, she's like I've, I, I can't do that. I can give you two doubles, though. So he's like, okay. And he tipped her. So I think it was like 90 something bucks. And you know how on like the iPads, it has oh like uh, 10%, 20%, yeah, 50%. Tip 50%. Level, ten, he, tipped, he tipped 50%. And he goes, give it to give half to the DJ, and the girl's like, yeah, sure, whatever. (laughs) And so he walked up to the DJ and just started giving him drinks. And the guy's like, dude, you got like so many cups, like stop handing me shit. (laughs) And so we we get out of there, and we got like really close up for for uh, Kung Fu Kenny, and he he just hears like the like the like still coming from the club, and he looks at me and Klein dead in the eyes, and he's like. And he looks back, and then he looks at us, and he looks back. He's like, um, I'm going to go back in the club. (laughs) (laughs) He's a boy right there. (laughs) And so so I swear to you, he just goes (laughs) in the club, and all we were waiting for is Kung Fu Kenny the whole time. And like 40 minutes into the show, he just like – I don't get why he did this. There was like a door right here and he like hopped the double fence to get... Like he was sneaking into the festival. It was like he wasn't sneaking into shit. (laughs) He had tickets. So that's like one of my favorite fucking stories. That's unreal. Dude,
4: I mean i could talk for eight days about festivals literally it's like my my favorite so how
5: long do you want this podcast okay let's (laughs) let's uh
0: let's say festival talk as that is the rank a little sneak peek so i wanted to go into what do you guys think about um so now i'm going to hit some of the hard hidden points so what do you guys think about um what is some of the best dj names you've ever heard of because my favorite is mashed and kutcher Love that
3: name. The play one. on words ones are really nice. Yeah. <laughs> like, I
4: mean, the, like, like R.L. Grime, I think, like even though he's oh, a super Grime. famous yeah. dude. That name, yeah. I mean, we kind of jocked it with Goosebumps a little bit when you think about it. You would take it off the Goosebumps Yeah, it's a play thing. off R.L. you He wrote all the Goosebumps. R.L. Yeah. Grime is just, I think, the most fired DJ name of all time, dude. I Honestly, I can't think of a better one in my mind. Like That name is incredible uh, to me. I'm, There's also Spaghettie. Who's like a dubstep DJ? Guy yeah. I've been listening to you
5: lately named Gurf. Girf. Oh, gurf is really tight If we want yeah, to like, get
4: into like low-key SoundCloud people, there are people with names That look like fucking gamer tags, dude. It's like uh,
2: we'll, we'll, crazy. we'll play each other music You know, like when we're chilling <laughs> it. And we're like, yo, the song's song dope oh, who, who is this? We, and yeah, like, we, dude, no you, one has any you've idea You've never heard of him It's like an underscore or a couple letters I can't I can't fucking read it like, I don't, I don't all, know. all of our I, most I just,
3: recently listened to tracks Are by guys
5: we've never heard of yeah. before It was like, like a just, big question mark in their names One I sent recently was just three question marks uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's almost like it's almost like a joke these days. I mean like I don't know how to say it, I don't know how to pronounce it, I'll send you a screenshot. Just don't ask me. Don't ask me. Just don't it. ask me who's playing. I, I
3: I think <laughs> it's low key a big part of like 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 our mission. Like For like sure. we know so much good ass music by guys we've never heard of, like who are just making bangers. Like it's it's there are tracks that we frequent and there are people that you've never heard of. Um right. so that's like a big part of what we're trying to put on. But like, dude, not- there
4: are like people don't realize that they're like Fourteen-year-old kids in like Germany, like making the most fire music out of their fucking bedroom, like yeah. and they're, and are putting it on and they have like two thousand followers on SoundCloud.
0: Dude, you want to talk about that? Look at Martin Garrix when he dropped uh, Animals. Mm-hmm. You know he was in school. Was he? Yeah. And he's then, own, and then on his that. spring a lot break, of the master, like yeah. in high school. Dude. And then on like his 16. spring break, so he was at like a school for like DJing and like producing. Um, he dropped it and then played a bunch of shows. And then he had to go back to school. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. well, and I dropped like the number I, one record I'm pretty, he got classes I'm pretty sure he was that.
2: 17 when he dropped that. Yeah, he was young as fuck. Dude, I mean, he said
0: it. he was in history class uh, and people like, oh, you made animals? And it's just like, and really he was shut just up. Like, and he's I'm taking like, notes. A, he's, like a, he's like a shy kid. And so he's like, oh, yeah, you know. And then I guess like one kid came up and he's like, that shit fucking
5: slaps. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was probably know, the biggest. Big room song of the year. And the, year it was so Kong. big, it ended big room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it it started,
2: started and ended a whole <laughs> way. And started and ended it's, a it's whole. It's funny way. to bring up Martin Garrix. I mean, he's an extreme example, obviously, but like, you know, those are the exactly the types of people we're going after. It's yeah. not like it's not like oh, I personally like that song. It's like no, you know, I, I know if I'm listening to all types of music. This was produced well. He's got a good flow of music. You know, he this kid made a good song. Whether I it's a personal favorite or something I just appreciate like this. You know, those are the type of artists that we want to promote you know um because you know like i mentioned he was an extreme example but there's plenty of those in chicago who are making the kind of music that we you know we're we're most in in tune for and those are the kinds of kids are trying to bring to light yeah Yeah. um
0: i want to know if we can go around um can you just explain to me like who's your inspiration when you're making your own music
3: if you wouldn't mind Mr. Carmack, first and foremost. <laughs> okay. He's probably my favorite artist of all time. Just has, pro- has produ- yeah produced every genre. Um, he's constantly making music, doing new projects. Um, yeah, that's that's my number one inspiration. I think I can speak for Jack here as well. Yeah, <laughs> Mister M-
4: Carmack is a huge inspiration, and also just a terrible person to compare your music to. <laughs> yeah, uh, you'll make really a song tough. and be like, "Fuck, man, I'm trying to song like Mister Carmack, and this shit sounds like nothing." But honestly, what inspiration, man, I, I've talked about it with these guys before, and I, I listen to a lot of different music, and my music taste changed on like the seasons. So, like in the winter, I listen to a lot of like sad music because like it's sad out and it's easy to walk to work, listen to sad music I'm when sad. it's snowing. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah.
0: Your music choice is literally seasonal depression. <laughs> literally. That, that is literally, that is literally what it is. So like, if, like in,
4: like, in the summer, like this, when I, is when I catch up on all, like all my EDM bangers, but like when it comes to like, when I'm making music, like, I made I first started off making like just rap beats like I was, when I first started making beats it was like 8 or 9 years ago Yeah, and I just started making rap That's beats because so I know how to play long. the drums and it was the easiest thing to transfer because like you can't have a drum set in your fucking apartment your neighbors will kill you so like it's the easiest thing to just transfer in is making these simple pattern beats and then I got into more like electronic music and like I just take inspiration from anything, man. And, it, and yeah. it's, it's honestly a blessing and a curse because like, you'll go in to try to like, think of a song, like, Oh, I want to model it after like this person's song or like how this sounds. But then like, I sit back and think like, yo these guys, like these guys aren't thinking that way. Like these guys are thinking yeah. like, I'm gonna go make my own sound. So it's, it's tough. Cause like with inspiration, it comes like, I'm, am I copying this person? Am I using like a, like a reference track? But like, with so many different inspirations, it's it, at, like I just don't even have like
3: a genre of music that I make. It's yeah. literally just it's yeah. all over the map. It's like combining combining all of them is like the sport of it, and like yeah. what makes it like super fun. And like we all listen to way more than what we play at our shows. Yeah. So, yeah. like way beyond yeah. trap and bass music. EDM um,
5: is, is such like, a, a sample based music. You know, you could hear anything. You could listen to a hip hop track. You could listen to a freaking song that was made in the 1950s. Yeah. Like ooh, if I speed that up and and pitch yeah. it yeah. down, <laughs> then like ooh, you know, I can make that into a trap song. Yeah. it's it's really anything like not to anything. be cliche
3: but really is no
5: boundary you know yeah. I, for me right now you know i hear a lot of the night base stuff like ac slater uh talking new light like guys like that you know really bass driven house stuff like that's a lot of the stuff that i love that i want to emulate right now but at the same time you know these these guys that we have in our upcoming show, you know, I hear their songs. and I'm like, ooh, like I would love yeah, to, like, totally to try to do that or, or try to do this. So on any given day, for me at least, it's, you know, maybe I heard a sample in a commercial. Like, like oh, I'd yeah. love to use that. Or like, that was a funny word or two couple words that I would love to put in a song as like a drop line. Yeah. Anything can start yeah. it and, and, you know, you just Facts. build from there. And it, it changes rapidly when you're making the song like i'll have one idea and this song will start turn out with nothing yeah like just
3: completely switch to something else yeah, yeah. it's kind of mm-hmm. like the routine yeah i feel like yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah yeah how about you
0: fred who's your inspiration
2: well you know i was uh, i'm the weak link in this sense i'll be i'll be the first to admit it so uh, opposite to these guys i i actually well freddie
0: to be honest that shirt's a little tight i know you're not the weak link
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: gas him up like that. So, uh, oh, real <laughs> quick, good, real so. quick, around the horn, boys. <laughs> Come on, give me some. Give Come, me some. On. Come <laughs> on, smack it. So, you know, where r- these three guys bring so much value to me personally is because uh, I don't, I don't produce, actually. You know, I, I've kind of had, I kind of flipped the role on its head in a sense, and I guess in, in terms of goose thumbs. Um, so, I, I became, I became DJing seriously in college. You know, I earned uh, a resident DJ spot at a handful of the bars at IU uh i had the pleasure of playing in barcelona as well as ibiza and to me um you know performing live is always more of uh, of an art to you know i haven't made these songs but at the same time how do, how do i connect with these people in the dance floor which sounds kind of cliche but it's it's much more challenging than you think um and doing it live is a very different ball game as it is to like you know like these three guys do you know producing in the bedroom and they have all become incredible in both aspects um so yeah, I like I said, I'll be the first to admit I, I actually I, I don't produce, but just my I guess my it's been about five, probably seven or eight years now. You know, I've ever got to play, you know, in different countries in Europe as well in the United States, all over Chicago, um, and you know, to me it's just more so, um, what can I what can I play to make sure these people are having a good night. Yeah, uh, but if I had to choose a couple, uh, another cliche answer, I I I just like Grizz's stuff a lot. Um, he, you know, he incorporates it, you know. If you've ever seen him live, you know, he, he's similar to kago in the sense that he can't stop picking up instruments to play them. And that to me is so incredible. The way incredible. he combined you know, genres yes, is you know, like
3: he, uh, is historic. He,
2: yeah. he, he Grizz and kago both they'll pick up a guitar, they'll get in the drums, they'll play the piano, they'll get in the DJ sticks. And like it's it's just like this guy can't stop picking up instruments and just absolutely crushing it. Yeah. Um and I, I, I just really like the sense of incorporating different kinds of genres into, you know, more so the aspect that we like which is trap and bass and Uh, You know, we keep bringing up trap and bass, but an important quick side note is that that's not our own areas of focus. But Chicago is one, you know, one of the grandfather cities of house music, um, and hip hop is obviously everywhere. So we we keep choosing those twos in particular just because it is pretty easy to find a house, you know, bar or a hip hop bar in this city. Mm -hmm. It's not that easy to go find, you know, poke your head, you know, hole in the wall. How do I just get in real quick for twenty bucks or whatever? you know trap and bass music so yeah. that's that's really where the stem of our of our focus came yeah. from mm-hmm.
0: so i'm gonna be completely honest um i'm not like a huge edm guy i mm-hmm. um, like um i like going to some shows um but like if i'm listening to by myself i like can't even really listen to two yeah. minutes electronic i'm more of a hip-hop guy um that's an understatement hip-hop's by far my <laughs> favorite um like half the vinyls i have down there are hip hop related i got i'm working on getting the whole uh, sure. kanye discography what's that you uh, what's hit? your favorite album yeah, what's your favorite kanye your... album yeah. uh beautiful dark twist fantasy damn Ooh, that's, that's a good one nice. i like that dude that, that's so insane uh, beautiful might dark be my, twist favorite.
4: Like, i think that might be my favorite i mean the also. story is insane in that
2: album it's it's a masterpiece Yeah, it's it's great. a masterpiece it's great um but well, you have to come to our hip hop show on april 17th we'll yeah. we'll get into that
3: oh yeah
2: yeah, uh, I'm wait, here now. Well, I was supposed wait, to be in California. <laughs> and I'm here. Did you get? Did you have like a? Did
4: you have like a trip get canceled? Cause the Roni,
0: Coachella. Oh shit! Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, was, was that what our show uh, was? Was that during Coachella? Is
4: that during
2: Coachella?
3: Yo, all you people April, that can't go to Coachella, we got a rap show, motherfucker! <laughs> Dead, <laughs> Deadbolt in Logan Square, April
2: seventeenth. In, in a nutshell, I'll, I'll, I mean, we're not. I won't. I won't kill the details, but essentially, you know, we've had a handful of really good, successful EDM shows. We we're playing at a a bar slash venue called Deadbolt where it's there's no cover, uh, no ticket sales, which is something like you know we're excited about and it's it's purely hip hop. Um, so like we' were saying, you know, we've been harping sitting here for you know an hour now harping on trap and hip or trap and bass, but this is kind of like a fun side project where we can connect with people who you know are starting to you know dip their toes in this type of scene or they just want a fun little change up where we're not playing you know heavy EDM that you hate Joe Bria, but more so just, you know, it's just, that's just, yeah. that was real direct. <laughs> Who, Who hates hands, you? man? Joe hates. Yeah. The Joe, I guess going outside. <laughs> and just, uh, just kidding. But, uh, you know, we're, we're just, we're, we're really trying to attack from all avenues. So it's, yeah. it's a, it's our next, sh- it's our next show. Hip hop's a like, huge influence yeah, for us too. 100%. I mean,
3: yeah, a ton of, a ton of the shit you'll hear from us is like hip hop crossover is like, I know you don't like it, but like I'll bet you we could show you a ton of music that we will play that is real closely connected to hip hop. I,
0: I don't hate like, I, like house music. I uh, it's not for me. Like the uh, like electronics music that I like is I like um, I like rheumatic. Yeah, I like Odessa. Fire. Um, <laughs>
3: great artists. You like
4: more of like the live instrumentation instead of like electronic yeah. music, for sure. So I, it, oh, absolutely, oh, it's a great. I just stage. I just
0: remembered something that I wanted to say when we were talking about live performances and how people say like DJs do nothing. What the fucks up with bands playing with tracks behind them?
5: Oh. You want to talk about doing oh, nothing? Oh, rap,
4: or or rappers playing with their yeah. entire full blown uh, audio tracks I behind mean, them and saying one word at a rap in show.
5: the The like, like you know sync lip syncing and whatnot but, you know, i'm yeah, not i'm stuff. not gonna
0: good get i'm not gonna get heated because i talked on the last podcast so so fucking hard about that because i i love hip-hop so much and i believe like in all forms of music but hip-hop especially it's like the lyrics mean so much more and yeah, it's like you yeah. take all this time it's like how with like djs like they don't see all the production behind the scenes and so when you're playing live it's like that's your time to shine yeah. so yeah. i agree with that with like hip-hop and I just hate, like, one of the reasons I hate Chance, it's like when you, like, one, two words, mic out, and you're like, Right. Fuck you. Yeah. I, yeah. Didn't, I agree. I, I g- didn't pay $400 for this ticket to hear us rap it. Right. You okay. piece I agree. of Listen, shit. Ass, so I could agree with
2: you more. I'm maybe. not trying to sing along, asshole. So I want to hear you sing it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I'm on the opposite side yeah. of that. Ooh. Maybe not at a That's
5: hip-hop That's going to be
0: show. a maybe bitch at for it. our <laughs> producer <laughs> <at it>.
5: no. <laughs> Maybe not at a hip-hop show, but like a lot of the times, you know, unfortunately, a lot of the DJs are playing the same fucking songs. So I'm there for the experience. You know, being there with your buds, being there to sing along, whatever it may be, and and maybe even looking around and just being like, "Wow, I'm fucking here right now!" Like, yeah, this right, is crazy. Don't, don't get me wrong, uh, I, I like crowd interaction, but
2: wrong. but but when Chance is holding the mic out to me to sing the whole fucking oh, chorus, I mean, yeah, it's, out, it's I, a little over the top at
0: times.
5: You, but but yes, yeah, but so I of see where you're
0: coming
2: from.
5: You want
0: to know when it hits hard, though, like when, when that shit's dope, is like goes. when it's like an <laughs> ad lib or like one okay. word. So it's like if. Someone's going like uh like I'm trying to think of like a good Kanye song, but like if you did like all the lights, like if if he just let you Late. sing that whole chorus, you'd be pissed. That's but like if he's rapping it using like street light, blah blah every lights and then he put it out just for you to say like all the lights and then goes back yes. to rapping, I'm cool with that. Like, really if like you get that. like an ad lib or a word or two, I'm cool with that. Great I'm gonna feel like a
5: uh, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, uh, yes. I'll go ahead and
4: say this. So this, I I love rap music, and I used to go see rappers all the time. And this might be controversial, but I've given up on seeing rappers in concert ever since I saw ASAP Rocky perform at Lollapalooza <laughs> two years ago, where he just came out with his new album. Which was I think uh, like long live ASAP or like yeah, live it, it was yeah. his second studio album that had a bunch of really that good songs was like,
0: on it. I think that was like four years ago.
4: It was. It was. Yeah, it was a while. Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah. it was. A while ago. No, T- it was, it was
0: our years years junior ago. year of college because yeah. I remember because my girl fly. my girlfriend yeah, totally at the time me. I got I was riding the rail for that show because I love ASAP <laughs> and she was like five foot nothing and she almost died. And I remember she's like, she was like, "How'd you feel about the show?" She was like, oh, "I How'd thought it was just very it? mediocre." Um, but played, I've seen he it.
4: played "Smells Like Teen Spirit" by Nirvana. See, but
0: here's the thing: <laughs> I think a lot of those big rap concerts, depending on the person, like Kendrick Lamar, is always going to play a good show. He understands. And I think what he did is he took a lot of what you see when you see like older artists. Like when I saw Paul McCartney or Metallica, it's like they know how to perform so well. So it's like when you see them, it's almost like an art just in their performance. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, you guys have been right. doing this for so fucking long. But like when it comes to rap shows, I like people that have shit to say. I like Kid Cudi. My favorite my favorite rapper of all time is Atmosphere, Slug Ooh, from wow. Atmosphere. Nice. And so I just saw them at the... Uh, where the hell did I just see them? The Place by Wrigley. I can't even think about it. But uh, it's a real small venue. Metro? Yeah. Is it, uh, Metro, thank yeah. you. Is it uh, Metro? And so, like, I, we just saw him there, and it's like, I've seen atmosphere, a whole, a, a, a two hands now, and it's like, I love every time. Yeah. He raps every word, and he gets into it. It's just... I think rap gets a, a bad thing just because of, like, you know, there's some DJs that suck. Like, I was saying, like, Steve pissed rap. me off. And then Completely. there's some rappers that suck. Completely. I, gotta I couldn't say,
3: agree with you more, the, the last great rap show I saw was a J.I.D. after yes. show at Concord after Lala mad. last summer. It was so fire, man. If you are looking for good rap to listen to, just go dive into J.I.D. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he's unreal, man. Spitting bars and it's catchy. I feel like it's hard to. A lot of guys are on one lo- one side of the line of like they have really good bars and raps, but it's not catchy. And a lot of other guys would be like melodic and catchy, but it's just kind of like bullshit sounds and lyrics. <laughs> he's he's really like kills it on both ends. You want to know
0: a show that Nate would love? Then you would love. Have you ever seen Travis Scott live? I have. Yeah, I have yes. not seen him, seen him live. You <laughs> would love him live. So all all of his shit is like melodic and slow. He screams. He's he's like he's hyping up the crowd. Performer. Yeah. He's decent. He doesn't rap every word, which pisses me off. See, you want to talk about a good it's rap performance? Catalogs. Think of this. Run the Jewels are two big, fucking fat guys <laughs> that are always out of breath. They're rapping <laughs> every lyric, they're going back and forth, and I
5: love that shit. Whoa, Schoolboy Q did that course, too. I respect it. Give out there and give 110% of your all. I mean, I do love the performance. I'm not saying I don't love the performance, but I'm just saying that I don't hate to hear someone, you know, interact with the crowd. Fucking, you know, it. let people sing along every <laughs> like a famous chorus when someone puts yeah. it in into the crowd and, and everyone in the crowd is singing it. And chorus you're, is you're very all, different. You're all that. together <laughs> singing it together, you know, like that. That's like a powerful okay. experience. Here, my, yeah, my chorus yeah. is very different, the though. My final
2: stand, it's a very fine line, in my opinion. You know, very fine. If the right artist does it at the right moment, it is very powerful. If the right artist does it at the wrong moment, it comes off so cheesy and so horrible. Uh, we don't really do that. <laughs> <laughs> you you yeah, want to know what it, it.
0: You want to know what it really is though. It's like that one politician said he's like I don't know how to describe pornography, but I know when I see it. That's like what I would say. <laughs> so it's like there's like I don't know. have you ever we're heard that line? I, I, I could talk it. about porn now. <laughs> uh-huh. Have I you ever describe it? So a bunch of guys. <laughs> so when we start talking <laughs> no, about porn. But you, <laughs> when we start there's a about cracker porn. in the middle. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: have you ever heard that line though? Um, <laughs> shout out Jaden James. Not, t-
2: not until not until now. <laughs> well, well, shout
0: out A yeah, yeah. B- uh, uh, <laughs> a politician Whoa. brought it up because they were like talking about like is this considered porn? Is this considered porn? Like is this considered porn? And it's, like, basically, it's, like, you know, I don't know it, but I know when I see it. And I would say, like, that's, like, what you're saying. It's, like, yeah, if it's, like, a super hype, it, dude, if it's a chorus, most people aren't singing their choruses anyways. doesn't matter how big you are. So it's, like, yeah, that's a good time. But if you're a real fan, you could rap along with the whole fucking time. Yeah, of course. But, um, okay, let's get into timeout. So time out, um, we are going to start off with a little trivia
3: game. Nice. Okay. Oh,
0: so it is you You four are all on a team. Nice. Okay.
3: Nice. I've never been on a team with these guys before. <laughs> perfect. perfect. I don't know how this is going to play out. Okay. We are going to start off. Fire.
0: I'm going to just, uh, I'm going to go down. What is the Cirrus, towel, Cirrus Tower modeled after?
3: A middle finger. No, but that would actually be dope. I thought it was, dude. Damn, I don't know. I have no idea. It's also the Willis, sir. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say what it's, re- what its new name is. Soon to is. be the
5: Aeon Tower. Yes.
3: O-L-A-T. Uh,
0: it is modeled after a pack of cigarettes. Damn, no shit. It really it's supposed, to be, like, to, it's supposed to be like when you like do this oh, to get yeah. your one out, how one would go far, and yeah. there would be a couple coming up. A interesting. Familiar so that's site. a good one. I hope you didn't look at my phone. I got more questions. Um, Freddie knows all the answers. What was the first year of Lollapalooza?
3: Oh, early 2000s.
4: 19, no, like 1994?
3: No, 1996? 2001? No, it was in the 90s. It was in the 90s. 91. 91. I read, it, wow. I read Anthony Kiedis' book. He bonus points. Who were the two
0: headliners?
4: Stop me. No, 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 no. I know, Just I know, I know. You stop um, it. You who stop Who got Caught it? Stealing In? I think Caught Stealing In. Uh, the guy, Perry Farrell. Who's the guy? Who's uh, the- I'm not gonna say who <laughs> says it. Oh my God! God. The founder of Perry Fuck, dude. I can't that's, think of the. That's, I can't that's
0: think. the answer to the question. I can't think. I can't think. I can't think, I can't think the of answer. the band's well, name. I know they do it.
4: caught stealing in. Oh man! And then the second one where had chili peppers. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Jane's addiction and Jane's
0: ad- <laughs> that hurts. That, that was a good hurts one. Here. Okay, let's get into another one. We got um, that was hot. So here, here's a good one. I want to see if you guys know your history. Um, oh, who is dubbed the father of disco and EDM? Um. You get one hint on this one. Okay. So let me know if you need your hint though. Father it's the
2: same. Disco? It's the same person. Is it Cargo House guy? It's one or person. One person. Is he still like
3: alive and playing shows? Oh. Father of disco. I, I saw him
0: four. I saw him five years ago. I don't mm. know if he's still alive. I think he is. I hope he is. It's not Carl Cox, is it?
2: No. Uh, Benny Benassi. No. 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 I, I'm just
3: gonna throw out Paul Oakenfold. No.
2: Years Green Lantern.
5: Where did you see him five years ago? Pitchfork.
3: <gasps> you want
5: your hint? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Daft Punk made a song about him with the title being his name.
5: Oh, uh G- Giovanni. Gio- oh, Giro- you're close. Uh, his He's really close. <laughs> uh yeah. yeah I don't Gio- know. Giorgio, Giorgio, uh I don't know. Is Armani. No. Giorgio? <laughs> no, I can't remember. Giorgio Moro
3: that's a tough one. He yeah, just stole it from him, dude. He was about to say it.
0: Well no, he got Giorgio. Well, <laughs> no, the, that, the song, the on their, on the song is Giorgio. Okay, okay. yeah, mm-hmm.
5: Sounds like we get it. Um, okay, and I would, so I the, thought it was Marauder though, so the last one.
0: The last one is this. Name all four countries that end in the letter L. <laughs> Are we switching topics? <laughs> Dude, this uh, is time out. You know, we're we're taking a time uh, out from like what that. we're it's talking about. Um, Israel, Israel is one. Yes. It's
5: nice.
0: Um, nice. I think three are pretty dang easy, and then one is.
4: Is Nepal a country?
0: Nepal is a country. Okay, nice. Nepal. Nice. That's two. Like nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh God, this is tough. Do, do, do. Um, <laughs>
5: did we did we bet at all on this one? Yeah. No, you're good. I mean, this is a daily double right
0: now. You got you got yeah. Brazilian. Er- oh, <laughs> all right, Brazil, Brazil. There's
3: three. You got any more clues over
0: there, Joe? Um, well, not anymore. I just gave you one. Jam. Brazil's an easy one, though. The Absolutely. last one is the hard one.
3: Um, did he give us a country? I already missed all the easy ones. Senegal. <laughs> Senegal. Senegal,
4: Senegal Africa.
0: Senegal, but yes.
5: Yeah, Senegal. is it, Sen- is it yes. Senegal? Yes, yeah. Senegal.
0: That's what he was saying. Damn, for let's sure. go. Do we get a? Do
5: we get all four? No, we didn't get Brazil, but. <laughs> There's more. I think you could have
0: got Brazil, though.
2: Yeah. Portugal. Oh, shit. Oh. Portugal. Portugal. Joey's about to end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> is there. <laughs> Thanks no. for joining in. Portugal
1: is It's all Oh, it is. It is it's got well, to.
3: God damn, we some historians up in here too. Oh, I'm the uh, the Portuguese. (laughs) Bring your history books, boys and girls. (laughs)
0: Wikipedia must lie to me. I just looked up trivia questions.
3: Brazil,
4: guess their national language? Portuguese. (laughs)
0: Portuguese. Um, Okay, (laughs) so now we're going to get into (laughs) Taboo Tuesday. So, anyone that has listened to this podcast before, you know what Taboo Tuesday is. So, it's something that basically the internet has argued about, and I want to get your takes on these hot topics. Hell yeah. Our first one is going to be pineapple on pizza.
4: I can speak of it right now. Nope. I nope, just nope, I, nope. I, just had a situation today. I went went to I went, to a, I went to a happy hour with one of my good friends, Casey, and we were trying to discuss what we were going to get on our pizza, and I asked what her favorite topping was, and she said her first choice
3: is pineapple, pineapple. on pizza. That's heinous. Mm. Couldn't believe it. The couldn't believe you what call, I was I'm not totally against it, but as your first choice, that's a little whack. That's exactly what I that's said. That's a little whack. That's
4: ex- I was like, I can understand liking it, but the first choice is – it is crazy,
5: There's it's crazy. one I don't, way to consume pineapple on pizza and that is throwing it in the trash
1: <laughs>
2: oh. I don't I don't personally appreciate the hate that pineapple gets on Zah I I love I trust me pineapples not my first choice but if we're going to have these I mean I'm, I'm going to have Hawaiian I'm, I'll go ham and pineapple and have pep, Oh, but if I don't I don't know pineapple gets such a bad rap and to me it's so confusing because it's not, it's not that bad. It's pretty good. Although I've never although, tried it. Although it's sweet on the Zaz. I'll never try it. It's like spam. <laughs> it's, it's like spam. Don't knock so, it till you try it. So, we got
0: one yes. I'm like 50 50. Oh, no, not no like that's it. not I'm the no, name of the game. I'm no. I'm no. I'm no. It's not not the no, the no I'm
4: absolutely no. no I'm
0: the no. name of the game is not Be Switzerland.
4: It's I'm, no, I'm no. I'm no.
3: Okay, so we got one yes, one no. I've never had it. It could be good, but I got to go no. I'm going no. No. Hard no.
0: Yes, man. I'm a yes. <laughs> oh, well Y'all y'all are
3: still outvoted, though. Was, we got a three-on-two situation. Yeah, but right? Joe, so Joe we're con's, all about collaboration. Joe Fred. cons
2: for two votes because he's the host. So. Well, well, the well, well we're about? open it's to like, ideas, it's right? Only so it's only three to three. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It's my
0: podcast. I get nine votes. Okay. Um, right, so so our next it. one is going to be farting at the urinal. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. So like the I urinal is a joke. Let's make that one quick. I think we're all down. Did you guys see the podcast going this way, huh? No, I, not, I, I, yeah. I, the,
4: the urinal is a, a Toot the... friendly zone You let him rip dude Let him fucking rip As much as you need you to Gas out your Are boys
5: you It's your yeah. one time You're free in the world yeah. <laughs> yeah. <plug. laughs> I appreciate the urinal When I'm in the stall
4: down. Or the urinal next to me And some guy lets out a rip Oh I... no no You dab him up You dab him up
0: No 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 That is not the question sir You can't be in a stall And then someone If you're alone You're allowed to fart If there's someone next to you I love You hold that shit in Until it it hurts. No, you want to hear f- that no, rumble.
2: You're farting. Far no, I encourage it. I'm letting them fly. <laughs> I think can it's I, I think it's funny. I encourage I it. Freddie you know, encourages it. it. <laughs> like please
5: fart. <laughs> please <laughs>
4: fart in Freddie's face. All
5: right, I think you guys are all wrong, but let's hear Nate. <laughs> On your cell phone at the urinal. Oh, hard against the rules in my book. Hate oh, oh, it. Absolutely,
3: hate it. Absolutely, it.
2: absolutely, yes.
3: Absolutely, oh, yeah, I, I,
2: I, I literally propped my cell phone on top of a little metal tube being <laughs> oh, flush on, and I scroll Friday's through. He's got again. a phone stand. I'm taking right? a piss and farting at the same time, the entire time.
4: <laughs> <laughs> We're talking, are you talking conversation? Are you talking self like No, just, just texting just at the urinal. I think surfing that's like
2: conversation.
5: No. Oh. Hey, that oh, yeah. makes no sense. Oh, oh you mean like no on
3: sense. the phone calling, like uh, voice?
5: What could be to that voice. necessary? What could be oh, you're that t- necessary?
0: Oh, you're talking about like on a phone call? No, just like literally,
5: literally surfing Twitter, like Instagram. Like, yeah. what are you doing I'll that's tell you hot. right now: if
0: I want to go on my phone and fart at the urinal, I'll sit down in the stall.
5: Yeah, for there sure. There you go. There but you go. But I also love sitting Go down. get some private time. You, you know what I, you know what <laughs> you I, I say? Need to do it in public?
0: Mama didn't raise no quitter. I take that shit to my private house. You here first. Win.
2: Shout out, Mama. Yeah. <laughs> Better
0: acoustics in there anyways.
2: Shout out, Mama. Great reverb. Great reverb. Great reverb.
3: Okay. Yeah, if you ain't um, texting at the urinal, you weak.
0: Farting at the urinal. Uh, what do you guys think about ketchup on eggs? Terrible oh, pass, I never even, hard I never even pass. Thought hot of sauce. it until right hot now. Sauce. It's
3: terrible. Uh, Nate, are you with it? No,
0: I, I don't really have ketchup on eggs.
5: No, no okay. Tabasco and okay. Cholula. I, I mean, jo- I like sriracha jo- as well, but I've never tried that. Who's gonna go Who's I'll gonna Who's there. gonna say that it's cool?
2: I, I, I think, think ketchup Joe? on eggs is great if you're a serial killer or a pedophile. <laughs> Other than that. Now,
5: I'm not against it because <laughs> I have this huge thing where people are like, Yo, like, <laughs> you think that tastes good? You're a fucking psychopath. And I'm like, Who are you gonna tell me that my flavor profile is insane? So, you know?
3: everyone's taste buds we, are definitely spread out, which like, I like this on this, foods, this, you know? You know, that's, that's that. thing we pride in ourselves. You don't ourselves need to tell
5: about. me what I like to eat. The, I'm I'm like a huge opposite side of that. Like, eat what the fuck you like. It's your ag- thing.
2: I agree. I hate when people criticize. I, I hate it. Like, dude, why are, are you pointing that on that? But Catch up. I'm not sure I can catch up. Okay. Okay. So here's we what have I have get...
3: extreme culinary opinions. Like it's one thing a lot of people don't know.
0: <laughs> here's what. Here's see. This is what I want people to know about goose thumbs New goose thumbs uh, culinary dish. Coming out. <laughs> yes. You guys. You guys get asked all the stupid questions we were talking about in the first. Like that's almost a formality. But I want. This is like what the fans want to know. Like when you guys blow up, people want to be like. I know personally. Do personally. Ketchup or no ketchup? Yeah, do mm-hmm. people like ketchup on their eggs? Um, what do you? What's your what's So your here's take? what i got to say. I'm a huge mm-hmm. hot sauce on eggs guy. Yes, I just massive. think it tastes good. Yeah. What's your favorite yeah, it's hot so sauce, different. though? My favorite hot sauce Tabasco. on eggs?
2: That's a good question. Chipotle, on... a good question. Not what is it? No, what? Chipotle, Tabasco. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Favorite breakfast is a hot sauce. It's his okay.
0: question. Because okay. that is a different question. That's a caveat. It's a big caveat. Okay, so I have this hot sauce downstairs that I bought from Heatness. And it's a red habanero. It's made for eggs. Okay. Wow. okay. And so it's like, it's okay. supposed to be on eggs and it's on fucking real. Okay. It's okay. so good. My favorite hot sauce, hands down though, because it is very different. Because okay. like that hot sauce, I only like on breakfast foods. Yeah. yeah. It's good on other things, but like there's better shit. Um, I, I, I love the show Hot Ones. We we did yes, the Hot yeah. Ones Challenge multiple times. I just Do, you Do
2: you have all those hot sauces? I, actually, I would love to try those.
0: So I actually just finished the last dab couple weeks ago and um
3: people take dabs to that now no it's, cold. it's, cold. it's cold. <laughs> um, <laughs> just kidding but
0: i have some downstairs still but i don't have like any i i normally go through the hot ones i like uh like hot sauce but um, Dirty Dicks, it's got a stupid name, but it's Ooh. so good. <laughs> it's so love good. Putting that in my mouth. It's insane. Mouth. I just gotta
3: plug Cholula right here. Cholula, that's a that's a high quality hot sauce. Dude, on hot ones,
5: if it's a if it's a guest, yeah. I don't really Where's like Dirty or Dick care Dick for. At? I just skip to De um, <laughs> Bomb, to Bomb, <laughs> so and just watch <laughs> so the reaction. How was the great? great
2: show? That's that's a clever idea. I love. They just went mainstream. They just ruined
4: it with
3: a game show. Yeah, the game show looks <laughs> stupid. Game show no good. So they're the still idea. doing the YouTube channel. Have they you? still yeah, okay. they're still doing
5: it. Has anyone here had the bomb? Yeah. No. I bought it for my brother for Christmas. It's, it's bad. Such a so, dick move. We're so, a family group. I've,
0: I've done three different seasons families. of all 10. Bring your kids. Um, the Psych. bomb is the only one that I can honestly say has like nothing going for it. It's like bad. It just tastes bad. It tastes like, um, this is going to sound weird, but I don't know if you're ever young. You got like a D battery. Did you ever lick the... Little, little like mercury, dude. Yeah, the the
5: white, uh, the explosion. you know what I'm talking about? Have you ever taste. lick that, dude? Yeah. yeah.
0: It sounds the weird, but taste. like we, we've all done it, and it tastes yeah. like you're eating like batteries. Corrosion, like, corrosion. Yeah, and you're just like, equipment. this is yeah. this is disgusting. Yeah. Um, the bomb is disgusting, but like so, the the last dab is really hot. I would say. Um, but it's like. Each new new one that I've gotten, that it's like hotter and hotter. It's always the first time is the worst. Like you'll yeah. do it the first time, and you're like, oh god, this sucks. Wow. It's an acquired and then, taste. And then like after a couple of times, once you know what to expect,
5: you're fine. Yeah, I love like the the reaction. delayed reaction on the bomb though. That's the funniest. Yeah. part. everyone's like, oh, it's not that bad. And then they go, start crying. And then their eyes widen up. And then have you guys
3: ever had reaction. like ghost pepper like slipped in your food or anything like that? So I've, um, ghost I pepper I tried is ground
0: up Carolina Reaper.
3: Oh, that sounds. Har- more, more badass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just did like a little like pinch, and uh, that one was. I mean, yeah, it, it sucks. There's no getting around <laughs> it. I mean, it, it doesn't actually taste bad. What's really weird about the Carolina Reaper is it tastes fruity. The name is badass. But yeah. then I want to collab with so Carolina like, Reaper. Like Pepper <laughs> X doesn't really have like it's My supposed to like <laughs> have all these flavors, and I didn't really see it. Carolina Reaper almost tastes like fruit. And then you're like, what the hell did you just slip me? Which is, you know, absolutely insane. Did
4: you ever see, like, the video of those two, like, little blonde, like, 18-year-old chicks eating the Carolina Reaper? Oh, yeah. fucking like, (laughs) like, literally dying on camera. Just, like, front to back. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, that that shit, nah. They got the mom
4: involved. They were Um, like, I need help.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no. um, Let's... Well, I'm gonna. want to get his take on the last one. Um, do you guys like watch any? you guys go like any good shows that you guys are watching right now? Yeah. Oh man. Oh
3: yeah. The I new, watch a lot of movies. The DC new TV. The New Narcos Mexico is really good. Ooh. So
0: here's a hard thing. So John is studying for his test, so he's gone most of the time. Yeah. And so I promised that I would watch that with him. I just finished The Outsider though on Dude, HBO. What do you think?
4: I, I gave up after episode seven. <laughs> it's good. I gave up the first two the first two episodes <laughs> episode
0: 8 is such a big <laughs> i know right? i understand that
4: but dude the,
0: you stopped at a crazy point dude, the,
1: the,
4: <laughs> the first the first two episodes of that show were the most captivating tv that i think i've watched since true detective like those first two episodes were fucking amazing and then Friday will back you up here. I will. For, for, for I five like- episodes, I was literally like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I was so mad watching them. And after episode seven, I was like, I'm done. I can't do it anymore. And then obviously everyone's like, yo, just see the next episode. And, like, now I'm just too <laughs> caught in my ways where I can't bend and oh. break. I got to be like, I can't. I, I, I can't. I got to die on this hill. Okay. I okay. have to. Okay.
0: <laughs> so you're on one battle, of those... Snob binge watchers. That's who. Oh. That's what you are. You agree? Yeah, yeah.
4: Absol- You're one of those. I have. I have absolutely. I <laughs> got too loud. I got. I got. I got absolutely. I have. I have no problem in saying that I am an absolute TV and movie snob. I will give up and talk shit about something. I like can be invested in, it, and if there's one bad episode, I'm done. See,
2: Joe, I said, the uh, same, I said the same thing to him. I said, "How on earth are you going to start stop watching after episode 7 Couldn't do it. I. I. I liked. I liked it. That's where I'll leave it. I, did I you like, finish it? I finished it, of course.
0: What did you think of that after credit scene? Heard it was bad. <laughs> oh, the after credit scene's
2: dope. Key phrase heard. Heard it was bad. I, I saw hurt. that after credit. Where thing. it's Holly on yeah, a computer.
4: A, they leave it on a cliffhanger, bro. They lead it up to next season, bro. You didn't see it. Even I know about that. I didn't even see it. Even I know about it. I don't
0: think there is a next season.
4: They, 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 that's what the whole like after credits thing was. Was like a cliffhanger to the next one. I thought. No, I think that was
0: because Stephen open, King. Stephen but... King only did one book of it. So I think it's supposed to be like I it. It was a king novel. Yeah. everyone knows it. Uh, I didn't see it. Oh, let me. Can guy. I tell him? Please. Yeah. Okay. Uh, please me. Spoiler alert! In three, two, one. Okay. So at the very end, Holly is on her computer and she's looking after her. they they defeat uh, Cuckoo or whatever his name is. Oh, Cuckoo. Um, and she she's like playing with her braids and it goes to her neck where you think like you're gonna see some bubbles. Yeah. There's no bubbles. And then it's like the very last frame, she like goes like this. You notice a scratch.
2: Oh, oh shit! Nice. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see that.
0: Um, but but, but the part where uh, was she like the r-
2: ghost hunter detective chick? Yes. Yeah. When
0: I mean, Ralph is talking to El Cuckoo when he's like, "I know you're playing Possum," when he starts transforming back to everyone he stole, that was that was insane.
2: I I wanted to like it a lot more than I did. I just thought it was pretty anticlimactic. I mean, I I wanted El Cuco to put up some sort of fight, some sort of devilish bite, or someone big die. It was all the characters I knew were going to die died. But and all the ma- my whole But show, isn't that man. like <laughs> exactly like it? How it all they had to do was like,
0: you don't scare me, and he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, and then he like guess, dies. It's yeah, like it's, what
2: the hell? That's a good point. Yeah. Well, it but fucking I guess, like, sucks. To me, so. I I, I uh, after all that <laughs> show, I wasn't so well the next day. And I watched the entire season of this HBO show called His Dark Materials. And I heard it's insane. And I hated it. Oh. I hated every episode. But I watched the whole thing regardless because I <laughs> couldn't start it and not finish it. So So for Jerry to sit here and say he watched seven episodes and not finish it to me is is foreign. Dude, it's criminal.
0: (laughs) If I stopped watching TV shows after a bad episode, I would have stopped like season five of Game of Thrones. Exactly.
4: I stopped after episode three of Game of Thrones and I stopped after season two of
0: Breaking Bad.
3: (laughs) Um, I just... Breaking Bad is my v- oh most <laughs> favorite show of all time.
0: Uh, what did, did you guys watch Watchmen?
3: Yeah, yes. I liked Watchmen. It was
4: good. It was I, good. Liked, I liked Watchmen. The eighth, epi- not gonna be a eighth
0: episode of Watchmen, a God Walks Into a Bar, is a top ten episode of TV. That
4: episode was amazing. That was great. I mean, it was the breakdown of like what all the confusion was in that show, which was awesome. But, that dude, that show I thought was awesome.
3: Watchmen is just one that's been on my list for a while, and I just haven't knocked it out yet. But I've, just, everyone's telling me to watch it. Yeah,
0: it's really good. No. You should watch Watchmen. Yeah, it's yeah.
3: a good
4: one. Yeah. It's pretty current too. Like oh. the, the current that. Like it, in terms of like their topic of discussion, it's pretty. They keep it pretty current.
0: Okay. The last Taboo Tuesday is like we need the tall guy to be here because it's like a tall person problem. Um, what are uh, <laughs> what's tall. like a movie you've seen in the last like
2: year that you would say someone's got to watch?
4: Um, Annihilation. I'd say it's my favorite movie I've seen in the past it's a, like. It's, two
2: guys, years. it's the same producer who made Ex Machina, which is an incredible movie. Ex Machina was amazing. It's an amazing movie. Yeah. Um, I know this is an answer to answer your question. The last movie I saw that actually blew me out of my seat was probably, probably Interstellar. I, I thought it was yeah. Incredible. Interstellar. I like I, I like space best. stuff. Um, I'm not like a nerd about like it. Like good but space. I mean, yes. Yeah, so it, yeah. it was it was, was realistic. A lot of bad. It was emotional. It was like, it, it connected on like a personal level. Uh, I also like the the outer space vibes I thought it was way better than The Martian um, truly that's the last movie where I was like holy shit that movie was amazing dude was well, it's the one with like the crazy like the aliens showing the that's sign. Annihilation bro oh is no that's I, it's
3: Arrival no Arrival arrival's Arrival. is my favorite yeah. recent uh, uh, like sci-fi movie. I thought
2: you were going to say Signs of Dennis Quaid it was ninety
3: percent. Signs is not with Dennis Quaid, but that's a great but,
0: uh, <laughs> arrival. Is really good too. Isn't Signs like the Swing Away, Johnny? Swing Away. Yeah, yeah that, that was that, like, that
3: was made like yeah, twenty yeah. years ago. So v- yeah. vintage yeah. Dennis Quaid. It's, it's, I always mix up that D- in the rookie. <laughs> it's not
2: Dennis Quaid. It's, the, it's the rookie. No, Dennis that, that is not Signs. <laughs> Dennis Quaid is not in Signs. No, there's no way. Oh, it's Mel Gibson. Well, everyone always mixes those two up. Who? Wait, who is it? It's no—it's the first alien movie ever made. you know, where he's got the fucking science. crop. The first alien. Well, I know, movie. Yeah, I know Joaquin Phoenix is in it. He's got, he's got the crop
0: field yeah, and yeah. the yeah. aliens Yeah, no, it I, out. I just, yeah, I yeah, just I don't don't hit know. you with the, the quote. Show. Swing away. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I've seen the movie. Uh, yeah,
4: okay, I—I I, I think I—I mine was Annihilation, man. Yeah, annihilation. So Dennis yeah. Quaid is in Signs. He's also in Rookie of the Year, <laughs> and he also has a brother, in case anyone cared, named means... Rod Roger Quaid. Okay.
0: Okay. Let's get back to the last Taboo Tuesday. Is it okay to recline your seat on an airplane?
2: I, yes, yes, but not in front of me,
5: but not in front of me. That's why I said we needed him.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I take the treat others how you want to be treated and I, you won't catch me dead reclining my my seat. I won't do it. I said, if you're going on an international flight,
0: I'm a hundred percent fine with it. If you're on like a three hour flight, suck it the fuck up. But if you're like going to like Italy or Europe and you have like eight plus hours, go ahead. Do it. I feel Do bad it.
3: about this now because I never even knew this was a topic, and I
5: recline on every flight. I used to travel I for be work. by uh, a lot of uh, unanimous people. Uh, you know, <laughs> fuck, a lot of random people. Two, three times a month, and every single person in front of me reclines. I, uh, if obviously, I freak out Six five. My knees are just getting hammered. But uh, depending on my state of mind, I will sometimes, uh, if I'm hungover or whatnot, or I need to, you know, get some sleep but i typically don't
3: i was just on a flight and this guy the guy in front of me his like seat was broken in a way that he was able to recline way more and that was terrible like you
0: were about to like shampoo his hair at a salon you know (laughs) i was about to
3: fucking punch him in the face (laughs) and shampoo his hair but uh but yeah that was that was terrible and fuck his wife (laughs) Uh, that is a
0: uh, that's a really good transition to this week's rank um we are gonna do a rank of music festivals okay so on this podcast we go b to t not t to b so we go bottom to top so it's four three two leading with your favorite um jack start us off
3: oh man um so start with number four
4: so yeah so start with with four damn um Four, I gotta say, uh, I'd say summer camp number four. Um, even though it's 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 a, it's a local fest here. I don't know if you guys have ever, been I mean, it's pretty pretty famous. But me and me, me and Tom and uh, Fred have gone a couple times, um, and it's uh, we I mean, I've had a blast every time. The both times I've gone, the weather has been shit, literally both times, and I've still had a fucking blast. <laughs> yeah. So I think mean, that's a it. lot. They do it right. Number two, I'd ha- honestly this last. Number this three. last this last or number three yeah this this last uh north coast was amazing and i only went one day but that the bass nectar show at the last north coast was like one of the best things i've ever seen like, it so was, good and it was like the closest that like i'll ever get we were like fourth row i'll never get that close to bass nectar again yeah and it was it was amazing number two lost lands just like a straight dubstep festival with like the best production and like the best sound like Anywhere you want in that festival, it sounded amazing. Lost Lands is
3: thrown by Excision, who's yeah. like the dubstep god. So everything was, like all the sound systems and everything were geared towards bass music. Yeah. Which yeah. is really, it, it, like you notice an audio difference.
4: Yeah. Which makes it crazy. It's literally crazy. We were like sitting, like anywhere you were at was like, it sounded like you were front
2: row. Yeah, like, I know. I wish I had like the specs in front of me, but it is to my knowledge, it is truly the the loudest music yeah. festival in North, Amer- in North America yeah. in terms of in terms of the uh, yeah, audio going. Yeah. And I
4: and I don't know if you guys like Excision is pretty well known for putting on just like an insane show, like both music and production wise. Like everything was just fucking yeah,
2: top-notch. like lights and production yeah. and yeah. the
3: visuals that like it's all it's all eleven out of
2: ten. Yeah, and even even to the the porta potty placement, the food stands, and the camping grounds. I mean, it the was the porta potty the placement, porta potty know, placement I mean, was huge. I mean, it made. sounds stupid, but like you know you don't want to walk half a freaking mile. I got to take a piss, which for me is every thirty seconds when you're at one of these concerts, <laughs> and like you know everything was, was perfect. I mean he he yeah. knew exactly what yeah. he was doing and he executed. Also, yeah. you know if
3: if the if you can feel the bass shaking your porta potty, that's a sign of a good fest. <laughs> <laughs> There's yes. just no doubt about that. Yeah, that, that
4: Lost Land is definitely number two. Number one has got to be like the first actual camping festival <sighs> that I think we all went to, Not which was advice. Somerset um and, w- and which is no longer happening in northern area. wisconsin almost what uh what year the, did you go we went the first the first year the second year it happened was right it 20 we went years. 20, 20,
0: 13, 2013,
4: 2012, 2012 2013
3: 2012.
0: 2013 years two and three yeah we went, we went we went we went back back years seven six uh, years ago yeah. wait was That's that the far. one with uh bass nectar was headlining yes that, holy yeah. fuck Ray I was there was there too yeah
5: Joe, yeah, I remember I uh, Dude, two, two, three there, years I ago, heard. I saw you in the ticket group looking for a ticket. You got <laughs> scammed. And then six hours later, I see you <laughs> there walking around. Dude, that was uh, a crazy story. Yeah, because no I remember, way. no, because yeah. I, I yeah. saw
0: you on the trail. That is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, we were walking last yeah, time. Wait, you were with
5: these guys? Well, we were talking about 2013, first time I we I think that was 2016, 2017. I was also there. So, yeah. But yeah, summer. I've Sunday. been there I've been there quite was, a few times. I was a I was a sophomore in college, so Go, Going to that. sophomore year, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's
3: the oh, I think that was the shit. first year we won. Young That's crazy. man. Shit. Dude, it was, that's,
0: that's crazy. Well, that that's actually insane cuz we um we met up with like a ton of friend people in there. And then I saw you. That's insane. I did not know you guys would have... we literally that, that, we, yeah. we drove Small up. Fucking there. World. It was our
4: first it was our first <laughs> camping festival we ever went to. It was one of the most fun times I've ever had in my whole life and we Straight up slept in a fucking ditch, dude. We literally, literally brought a tent and it was beautiful out the three days and we never set it up.
3: It was a it hill. Was... It was a nice propped up hill, <laughs> but we were outside.
4: We were outside just sleeping in sleeping bags. Hey, like just. Dude, it was the most fucking yeah. makeshift shit ever. Yeah. Awesome. So
0: I have this uh, like, f- f- like it folds really like into like a, a kind of a, like a decent sized square and it folds out into like a little futon bed. And everyone like when I first set it up, everyone was like, That shit's dope. And <laughs> <laughs> I would yeah, I would I would be staying out and I would like come back and someone would be sleeping on it. So two of the nights I slept on one of those like couches that you like run and get the wind trapped, yeah. I slept on those twice. <laughs> I and I was just like, things. I'm so glad. And then I remember um Tommy Ignafo woke up, I think on the second day and came out and was like, dude that was like one of the best sleeps I've ever gotten. And it's like,
3: like m- I hope so, man. It's like me
0: out here, like three hours of sleep. I'm like, my like head's in, Don't in the inflatable me. thing. It's like,
4: bro, I haven't slept a wink. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Say that to <laughs> like, anyone
3: else. I've um, been
5: up all night. Hi, <laughs> right,
0: uh, mean, Tom, let's go with your rank.
3: Um, so number four, I'm a, um, I'm going to slip in EDC, Chicago in there. Um, it was actually in Chicago. At it's original venue for only one year. Um, and all of us were there. Um, it was really dope. dude. It was just like like now having it been a few years um, past, like it's very rare sh- uh, festival to be at. Um, so I got to slide that in there. Um, number three, um, damn. I'm, I want to make it. I want to make it too similar, but um, I'll throw Somerset in there. Um, but like, so we went bo- like two years, like the f- very first two years of it. Um, And it was really dope because, like, there's obviously Bass Nectar and, like, um, a ton of other really dope bass headliners. But we also saw, like, Ray Shrem when they were coming up.
0: Um, Atmosphere was at that show.
3: Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Atmosphere was there, too. Um, He replaced Fetty Wap,
0: which couldn't have been, like, I remember everyone's like, oh, man, Fetty Wap's done. I was like, oh, that kind of sucks. I was like, who replaced him? They're like, Atmosphere. And I was like, yeah. (laughs) Trade it
5: up. Trade it up Mm -hmm. on that.
3: But yeah so that was like a really dope spread and also they have like a great like exploring venue there like you can walk out into the forest they got like they had like crazy lights projecting onto like these trees and shit.
0: the like, tree that you could just pull the thing in the fire yeah go yeah, out. yeah you
3: know what it was um and um so in the spirit of mixing it up a little bit but it was very dope i'll throw in uh was it my number two i off to you right so i'm at number two uh throwing buku in new orleans in there Uh, very dope Um, it's like on the water out there Um, it's just two stages I think when I went like four or five years ago Um, I also saw young lean who's like one of my most favorite artists of all time
0: when when did you go I went my senior trip of
3: college it was was like my sophomore junior year of school so had to be like 14 or 15 I think it was 24 I think I I was 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 16 but yeah they got a really good thing going on there I saw Carmack too It's one of my favorites um and number one uh another repeat but it's my number one i'll throw lost lands right there um just like the the sound quality is so good um and like being a trap and bass fan like it's basically as good as it can get um
2: and with the first two years exigen threw it on yeah it's cool to be part of it the first the first yeah, the like first two, Just there, to, you know there's
3: like a novelty aspect mm-hmm. to it like we were there for the very first year and like now it's so big um it was just really dub and like totally geared towards like our one of our most favorite flavors of music. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, I'll leave that as my number one for this.
5: Um,
0: um Nate, <laughs> uh, I'll, yeah, I'll
5: start at number four was uh, was this year North Coast and they moved to the new location. Mm-hmm. Uh, Were they in Northerly Island? Northerly Island, yeah,
3: it's is cool awesome. out there. It was right? awesome, it's dude. really,
2: it's cool.
5: a really good it's spot, really cool, really good spot. Yeah. Like, Unreal lineup, the. Set placement was a little bit off. The tent kind of sucked, but bass nectar set best, best bakedness. Bass nectar. The one song I wanted him to play his
3: collab with Peekaboo, uh, Illusions Part One. I was like, he needs to play this or I will consider it a bad set. He opened with it. Open with it. it. I was like, this
5: is this is it's all bets are off, dude. (laughs) I was like, this is gonna be great, but the sound was so proper. Um, in previous North Coast years, I've been a huge. Complainer about the sound, yeah. uh, so sound was huge this year. I think
3: that was my first time going. i never even been to North
0: Coast.
5: Yeah. Had a lot of fun. North Coast had its
0: heyday though. Yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, when, sure. It, when it used to be a union, union? the first couple of years yeah. was so sick. his yeah. oh, so yeah. lineup fell crazy. it's college. It's because uh, it's because, it because once they opened Spring Awakening, they saved a lot of their talent for that festival instead. It makes sense. Because it's broad. It's both produced by uh, React.
5: Yeah. Uh, three, I'll, I'm gonna go EDC Chicago as well. Um, just the fact that it's it's 8 p.m. to to 6 a.m. Or, or whatever oh, the set dude, times yeah. were. Crazy. We were we were in we college. Were. I forgot how late it went. Dude, we were, to win, dude. Dude, we were, we were to eight deep in a motel room, just grimy, just having so much fun, not a care in the world, midsummer. Yeah. Not I, I didn't have a job. I don't know if these guys did, but we were having so much fun. And now.
2: Nate, I will quickly interrupt. It was truly never since the word a motel room we had <laughs> we had Nate. Sleep in front of the door because there was concerns of a crackhead trying to break in and grab us. No joke, no exaggeration. We stayed at the cheapest motel we could find. We were in college, only year there at Chthulhu, and it was in Joliet, Illinois. And literally, Nate slept in front of the door because Dude. there was crackheads going around looking for human doorstop, what, whatever crackheads look for. Do you guys do you,
3: do? you guys remember I had to drive home each night yeah, to, go so work, cool. to go work to go work at Fresh Market, Tom had in Palatine, his, Tom had his
2: internship? So we'd all get back to the motel like. Like Nate said, this was the first festival we had gone to where it was like, you know, uh, late festivals. <laughs> you know, it was ending like midnight. It was ending at 4 a.m. We yeah. get back to our motel, 4 or 5 in time. We'd all be, you know, getting our jam jams, getting ready for bed. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom, like, all right, well, I got work in three hours, so I'm yeah. driving back into Chicago. Like, dude, you out of your mind. Uh, Sorry, I didn't, mean, I didn't mean to interrupt Nate, but it was just no, such a funny side story. Yeah, all good, all good. I Had had
5: to be mentioned. I, I, was, to be mentioned. Uh, I was lucky enough to make it to... Um, Electric Forest uh, two oh, years wow. ago, yeah. which is I mean anyone who's been there knows the vibes there are just unbelievable. yeah Setlist was crazy. Their production is unreal. the last. String Cheese Incident. I uh, was I used to talk so much smack <laughs> about them, but like, man they I did not know this would be a they threw <laughs> a banger set Saturday night. Anyone who's it's been there knows well. that it's amazing. Um, just everything about it, you know they got bosses playing until Eight nine in the morning, like everything about that place yeah. is just full go. And then number one for me, um, Somerset. It's oh, got to hey. be 2013. Oh. Somerset. We started there. It was the four of us together with one other guy. Yeah. I mean, that was literally shout our shout out, Duty. <laughs> our roots in the base scene. Dude, um,
0: how, I mean, literally, yeah. how insane is it, it though that you. I I ran into this guy so and no one yeah. else? It's well, so
5: I. There's a that's it, that's crazy. That's absurd. Have you ever been to the river there? Yeah. Yeah. So the first year we never found the river. Doesn't These guys have never found the river. I ended up it's going with my, my <laughs> other buddies two two additional years and spent the, uh, the whole time at the river all day long. And it's just that really caps off the experience. And it's so funny that they have never been there. But um yeah. everything about that festival you, uh, just this the it's so small, it's so well done. Do update. you uh, do you know Corey Hammock? Any chance he's an old frame guy? I do not. Uh,
2: Ligen? No hammock. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, what he said, guys. <laughs>
0: um, so he works all these festivals, and I remember like we didn't want to go to the, we didn't want to go to the lake. We were all like hungover in the morning, oh, and he just scrolls up with uh, his cart. It's like cart, and he's oh, like, yeah. "You guys hungry? You guys want to go to food? You want to go get the lake? You just hop on." And I just remember like hopping on this thing just like my body looking like a used car salesman like inflatable thing and he's just gunning it through all these things and i just remember everyone walking looking rough and me just
5: oh. dude, i remember uh klein was in full suit acted like he was a media rep <laughs> ended up sneaking backstage just like, w- meeting a bunch of artists and whatnot uh, that's yeah. when um
0: dude, i don't wait no dude. i think you guys know this guy you know uh alec you uh, no, I don't think that's his last name. He's got, like, Damn, really long hair. He was definitely at sense. your last show. I saw he was it. at
5: our last oh show, yeah. yeah. I saw a picture. I so know,
0: we yeah, met SP. him. We met him. Yeah.
2: That's yeah, P? No, I don't think no, that's no, his last no. name. I
5: don't know his last name either. But uh, I like, so yeah. anyways,
0: he he was, like, <laughs> kind of, like, with this girl. We were there. And on the last day, it's, like, I remember, because this is when me and Klein first started to, like, think of an idea for an entertainment thing. And we were, like, okay, we got to, like, so we got these artist wristbands this guy gave us these artist wristbands and I remember at this point I was like if this girl doesn't bang I'm like I'll take one for the team and uh, <laughs> we were like in there and we're like I, I don't even know why we were trying to hop the fence because we had the wristband but it just we like still felt, felt right. like we didn't belong and yeah. you just see Klein like on the side of the stage like with a notebook and it was really funny
2: um,
3: uh, Freddie on Fredo. Freddo um,
2: alright I know you said four to one sorry to go against the grain but Nate was just talking about uh, you know somerset and i will keep it short and sweet because unfortunately oh, you you're think you're better than us no <laughs> you're, you're just you're talking to four guys that have gone to almost every one of the same festivals mm-hmm. together our whole lives yeah and somerset was truly the one i mean we went to spring break before somerset blah, blah blah but somerset is truly the one where when you camp out at a festival i mean it is truly an experience like none other you know i mean like you you so much i better. don't i don't want to sound dramatic but when you have no sleep like and you really sleep- immerse yourself. Yes. When you're running running in no sleep, eating one meal a day, just drinking beers and, and whatever else, you know, you like wanna do. Being a wok. And it's day three, you know, you see who the good friends, you know, that that t- that handle that stress now that of sleep and they have lack of food and you know, and they, they use it. For for fun you know what i mean like, they're not tweaking out they're not stressing out they're not getting in fights they're not being creepy and grabbing girls asses they are just enjoying the scene for what it is and 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 summer camp or sorry somerset was the first time that four of us got to experience that together which is why across the board i mean not even lineup wise or production wise but just in terms of you know you know uh just you know like heart of hearts like it was it just true in your yes memories, yes like intimately just like just fun just like this is a crazy new experience um two and i'll try to touch on points like i touched on we really went to all the same music festivals growing up two was just edc chicago because we were so young and it was so rare and they only did it for one year and it got canceled because the noise complaint but just to be part of something like that you know EDC only happened once really. right and there's edc orlando and there's edc las vegas and you know you hear all about these things but no one really talks about edc chicago no one at all. And so for us to have gotten experience that at such a young age and have that funny memory in the motel and whatnot, it's, it was truly a, a memorable experience. Three. Um, um, I guess summer camp, man, because you know, lost lands, but we all said lost lands. Already. Lost lands is number one, go to lost lands, even Ben, I, I don't know how to stress it, but summer camp is just, cause it's truly really the nitty gritty and it kind of goes to show that our, our express or our interest <coughs> in music that goes outside the scope of just dubstep and edm and trap and bass music it's is you know we saw the, we saw the whale layers there which is like bob marley's band that before bob marley passed and you know it was just a beautiful sunny day and we we're just you know smoking chilling and just to see like kind of jam bands like that um and you don't see like girls dressing like nylon fishnets and like neon bras and shit <laughs> you see like the true yes, i hate to use nuts. the word hippie but Hippies, you, you see hippies, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. these aren't like I said, they're not dressed enough for Instagram. These are the people that travel literally in a van from festival to festival all summer long who don't really shower. And you see, you see, small hippies, and it's just, it's cool. You smell it, and I'm one of them, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm with and them. We have cool. one here live
3: on set, <laughs>
2: and it's cool because you know, we all got things going on for us outside this podcast and outside like, goose thumps and whatnot, and these jobs. But like, these people don't, really. And you just take one good look at them, and you know they don't. And to to surround yourself and hang out with those people for three days, it's it's humbling, it's fun, it's like, rewarding, and just a very unique experience. We're like, you know, I'm sleeping on the grass or in my car when it rains, which it does every festival. Because we <laughs> so don't. so all the time. Essentially because we don't know how to pitch a tent is really what it comes down to. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we pitched a lot of we're, good we're, tents we're dance. that got destroyed. yeah. These guys yeah. got massive like Some they got like a they got like a bar yeah, they got like destroyed. a music set like they got like a little stove. It was like dude we're sleeping on you the freaking grass <laughs> I, was like, I was like I just hope I don't get thunderstruck when I'm sleeping I guess <laughs> like I don't know um, and then four really summer camp was four Los Angeles should have been three but uh, you know those those are the four men and it's fun because you know um, we just we just like being types of whether we love the lineup don't like the lineup we like the atmosphere don't like the atmosphere. But one we are excited about that we are all going to this year is is Bonnaroo. and we hope you know, granting coronavirus that's fucking everything up. We hope it doesn't get canceled because this will be the first time we have camped uh, in, in probably, in probably four, three, four years. Yeah, well, you know we, you we four or yes, you know yeah. we we kind of started glamping, and by glamping I mean not camping at all, and it's getting an Airbnb, right. and so we'd get back, you know, we'd Where make frozen pizzas rails? and shower and. It's just different when you go to a music concert for three, you know, for six hours straight, and you can go home and shower and make some food and like sleep in a bed. As it is going back to your shitty campsite with no tent and just having a flashlight under a water bottle because there's no light and like just shooting the shit at like your worst moments and just laughing at how much fun you're having, but also how miserable you are. <laughs> um, so we're we're very much looking forward to Bonner this year, which is June. Uh, June 11th, uh, you, like 16th yeah, or something. Google it on the day. I also, I need to June give a special shout
3: out. I wish one of us said, just as when Spring Awakening was at yes, Soldier Field, yes, like yes, I wish yes. I said that, that was that was very special. Yeah, Spring Awakening is it's gotten a lot weaker yes. and like, you know, it's grown with like whatever, so like, you know, Shit needs to get, become safer and whatnot. But when Spring Awakening, when it first opened, like we, we all went the first couple of years, I think the first two years at Soldier Field, they had like the metal like floor all over the field. Yeah. Saw um, Skrillex and Afrojack headlining, Bass yeah. Nectar. That was that was all time Chicago IDM. Yeah. Like yeah. was, was that, yeah. that was all time shit. And, and the
2: first, I don't mean to hog the mic, but the first year was only two days. And, and like Tom right, said, it right. was. I, I, vivid, it's one of those memories you have so vivid in your head where no one had been on Soldier Field for a festival at that point, and Skrillex was going on. It's revolutionary. And they at the time. up the main stage, and everyone, thousands of kids, are just sprinting into the main gates where the Bears players run out onto the field, and like you're watching Skrillex, and you're just like, this is, this is crazy, this is crazy, and it was the first year they had it. I mean, yeah, on this. It was <laughs> yeah. wild. Sorry, it was so wild. It was Jack. I mean, it's yeah. like. And you just gotta give you gotta like, give love to the homeland in that way. I mean, like we before they relocated several times, and before it became eighteen plus, and before it became a three day festival. Like those first OG years were so dope, incredible. I mean, I incredible. That's a good point, Tom. Yeah. All
0: right. Uh, my rank is number four. Is going to be Bonnaroo. Nice. It's um, good to hear. I like Bonnaroo. Um The camping situation was, I would. <laughs> I'm going to sound a little bit like a dick, but it's like, I've been to so many fucking festivals now where it's like, I feel like I got it down to a science. Yeah. And I, I had so many people telling me like, oh, my way is going to be wrong. We got like an absolute terrible campsite where we were a 30 minute walk <laughs> oh from our God. campsite the to worst. the festival. The and so that was brutal. Oh, shit, yeah. And so, but in there, there's really cool. You got to check out the Santa bar. I actually might be going this year now that Coachella canceled because I had nice. like a ticket on the... After, like, I still have a ticket offer, and I was, like, thinking about going, but I didn't want to do, like, Coachella and that, but now that Coachella's moving to October, I think I'm going to do that, so I might see you all there. That'll be fun. Oh, yeah. um, but you got to check out the San- Santa Bar. The Santa Bar's so much really?
3: fun. Um, the
5: afties. Don't check out anything. The Aftis, Aftis. Aftis. Are, are all
0: crazy. Anything
4: there, dude. Anything at a new festival. Like the, oh, the
0: The Santa Bar, if you got nothing to do, just pop in there. You'll you'll find something. We'll pop, It'll be fun. It we'll um, number three is I'm shocked that no one else has said it. Um Lollapalooza just because it's in our backyard. Yeah. Um, that's, that's I've been crazy. going since I was seventeen. It's Too long. But uh, even though the crowds suck, which they are the worst crowds of any festival. Yeah, yeah, been why to. I, didn't
3: I still enjoy Lala though, dude. Yeah. Oh no, i, I love it. Like I Yeah. So
0: do you do you guys have a second if I tell a little story? Yeah. Man. So you this do. year at Lollapalooza, um, I won VIP passes every day Damn, it's sick. and so we found it as like a joke. So me and Steve Gazorowski, I don't know if you guys know him, but, uh, yeah, we were, um, we were like walking by, you know where the merch tent is now? Yeah. And so we were walking and we were like, Oh dude, there's like this like bumble. There's like a bumble, like whatever, where you can walk in. It's supposed to be like a little video plane. We're like, Ooh, it's hot out here. We can, we can walk in there and we walk up and the guy's like, do you have the app? We're both in relationships and I was like, No. And they're like, if you can download the app and get a match, we'll let you in there. And I was like, no, I'm not gonna do that. And so we realized right behind (laughs) it there's a beer garden. I'm like, what the hell is this beer garden? So we checked it out and we walked in there and they had like a game where it's like you drop a coin, there's like a bunch of pegs, so it like bounces back and forth and wherever it lands you get it. And so we we both like won, I forgot what we won, I think like a hat or something. And then I was we're like walking to the bar and I realized that there's a claw machine. I love claw machines. And so we were, we were waiting in line. Everyone's losing. You know, it's a claw machine. Steve goes first. He loses. We're going for this white Tito's hat. And so he's on the side of the machine. I'm in the front. And so I'm trying to get this white Tito's hat. So I go, Steve, am I over the Tito's hat? He goes, you're perfect. I press oh, the button.
3: He's thinking something else.
0: I, I swear. No, no, no. He was thinking the hat. I was oh, like okay, 16 okay. inches off. It was like <laughs> oh, yeah. terrible. So I, I get, I get a, um, a fanny pack. And I was just like, fuck it. What am I going to do with a fanny pack? And I was like, oh, maybe I'll just give it to Kayla. We'll, we'll see. And uh, there's like a wristband hanging out. And we're like, oh, oh, we're like, oh, dude, I bet we can get a free drink. Like This is going to be dope. <laughs> and so we were like walking up and everyone's like, no, this doesn't get you a free drink. There was like cups in there. And we're like, what the fuck does this shit do? And so we were trying to like hand them out. And a worker came up to us like, why are you guys giving those away? We're like, oh, we don't know what we're going to do with them. They're like, no, that's a golden ticket. Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, what? they're yeah. like oh yeah that's a that's vip for a day <laughs> what? No and we're like what no shit and so me and steve just run we go to, that's like where we watched rufus they had a uh, papa shot that's in amazing. there they had a bathroom with a chandelier free food free booze it was what? awesome Damn. Uh, the next day i go there my girlfriend went that day we were with like her friends and so uh, i was telling them all like do we got to play this crane game three of us won Dude, and so there's two shit. in it so we got
3: six and so you just they leave. must have been banking on no one playing this game we uh, <laughs> we just left
0: them loose so you do passbacks and get everyone in there and then holy the shit. the third day I actually had an artist wristband not to brag whatever and then <laughs> the fourth slight like brag and then the fourth <laughs> day I was ones. like I had an artist wristband and I was like let's just play the crane game yeah. let's do it we won two. Damn, two damn we won Where's two crane game? Yeah. and I so to it's right they must right have the gotten rid of it by now <laughs> dude they were probably pissed and so yeah, I got VIP all 4 days and it was it was insane. So That's I loved fire. it. It was actually one of my favorite years. I spent 40 bucks the whole yeah. four days. $40? $40. $40.
5: I spent that in three drinks. Yeah. Um, that is criminal. Dude, no. the, the carafes of wine are like 37 or so. Yeah. <laughs> I spent yeah. that in one drink. Yeah. They
0: had, yeah. uh, our, uh, my number two is going to be Buku. I absolutely love Buku. Best crowds I've ever been to. I love the smaller festivals. It reminded me yeah. very much of like a pitchfork, no, yeah. which I like about that. I nice. like the indoor, I like the outdoor. The flow tent is one of the coolest stages I've so ever seen cool, indoors. Man. The I feel whole like a, setup is unreal. I feel like a lot of the times when you go indoor at a festival, it kind of loses some of the park is like being yeah. outside smelling the fresh air yeah yeah uh there's just some about it but that float tent or the float tent is like insane it's, in new it's orleans, just right? super unique yeah it's in new yeah. orleans it's like and, something and, you and, won't see anywhere else. and i love new orleans and my favorite thing is that it's right at their like mardi gras grounds yeah. so it's yeah. like you it's just off of bourbon street nice. so it's like we would we were our airbnb was a block off of bourbon street so we'd get on there we'd go to tropical isle get a hand grenade E walk and finish that off go to another bar yeah because you could just walk and drink new orleans is wild. and by the time you're in there they put so much everclear in these drinks i remember the last day we we did the fishbowls that was a bad idea <laughs> uh and then number one is going to be coachella coachella is just insane the production value it i i truly believe that it's because of um like how many celebrities go there Yeah. and they like sure. know that so they make everything like bougie and it's really nice yeah. the only thing I gotta say bad is like walking around that. with a beer but it truly is the only festival if you have never been to a festival if you're not a big festival person you'll find something you like there yeah yeah. like I, I mean the weirdest part about it is what you don't see on like the live stream and shit it's dead until like nine really it's Damn. weird
3: does it what time does it start in the day oh like ten Really?
0: And it's like yeah. a Bonnaroo where it doesn't really close because you can go to the clubs after and everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really weird because a lot of people go there for like the – like to say they go to Coachella – and it's not a lot of people from California. It's like a lot of people from tra- yeah. like that travel. Um, a good example is this: I got a footlong corn dog one of the days, nice. and a girl came up to me and was like, "Can I ha- can I have a bite of your corn dog?" And I was <laughs> like, well, "Okay." And, uh, I gave her the corn dog. She goes like this and like puts her teeth on it, but doesn't bite it. Her Whoa. friend takes a photo, and then she just gives me back the corn dog. And I was like. Oh, shit. Yeah. I just that, want to take a picture of this shit. It. There's uh, Instagram models that are just walking around handing out their cards, oh, which okay. is like follow me at that. And and I'm going to be honest the talent there just walking around, that's worth $500. <laughs> oh. it's, it's insane. I don't think I could focus. It's probably a I can't. <laughs> Dude. I remember when when I went the first year with Steve Yazorowski, it was me, him, focus. and we were like trying to buy a shirt. And we were in there and. Uh, we had a couple of strews and we were just looking and like the guy. We didn't even hear the guy like saying, You're next. We were just like, See this girl? Look at that girl. <laughs> and then, and then I went with my girlfriend, so I, I didn't even look. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, well, I but that was, I, I would recommend it to anyone. Um, Bonnaroo, you guys will have a great time too. Yeah,
3: we're so uh, super Um, awesome. uh, uh,
0: before we do the outro, state again what you guys got going on, Goose Thumps.
3: Yeah, so, um, Again, we're just a new collective promo production group in Chicago, uh, putting on trap and bass shows. There's house there too, um, and basically, we're trying to collab with local artists, uh, trying to put on really good shows with uh, guys like us who have been producing and DJing for years, who are really talented, um, and, you know, and deserve more shine. Um, and uh, you know, basically collabing with other artists and um, you know, just trying to put on other people who are in the scene.
0: When's the next show we, again?
4: We we got we got a free show coming up at Deadbolt April seventeenth. Yeah, April seventeenth. Yeah. April seventeenth it's gonna be weekend. a free show. Yeah. It's 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 more of a hip hop set, so like if you like that stuff, come on yeah. out. And we also have one coming up in the works um this summer with an up-and-coming like trap and bass producer in chicago that's really been like kind of popping off in that scene his name's liney um and it, it's a show with a bunch with his collective um and that's gonna be at june right yeah
3: they'll be in a, at a bourbon on division in wicker park uh july 16th or 17th uh we got liney coming through uh cozy kev is another really dope chicago artist who's gonna be coming through Um, And we're very focused on Chicago artists, but these guys got a good boy uh, from Dallas, Texas, who's coming through a real big guy named caption. Who's going to be playing the show. Um, Just going to be a really good, really dope uh, house music, trap music, bass music fest going on in Wicker park.
4: Yeah. It's definitely like our, like our, our our, like Mecca of our show so far. It's the biggest, it's like what we're trying to do, which is putting on for these like up and coming like bass producers in our area this guy's popping off pretty hard right now, and has some like good collabs coming out with some big people, and has some like recognition from like names like Uzi and like Medicine and like bigger names in the EDM sphere. And it's his first headlining show, so we're like really excited to like really get him out there and show him to people. Yeah,
2: well, it's perfect. Cool. It's cool. I, I know we're wrapping up, so I'll keep it short and sweet. No, no, but talk. you know, we we're not doing this for self glory. You know, our yeah. main focus is not for us for to become famous, whether it be from producing or DJing. So the show on Bourbon Division is will be the first time uh, that we are, you know, sourcing local talent that we've touched on before. Yeah. Uh, true up-and-coming performers and artists that have a great following, a strong following, a, a, a great crowd base that wouldn't, I wouldn't say don't have the means to perform, but we are just giving them, you know, an opportunity to play uh, at a very nice venue in Maker Park. Um, and we're super excited, you know, so like they touched them, we got three guys local here in Chicago one coming from Texas and They have a strong presence in the EDM community and and these are these are pretty relatively young guys and gals that uh, That are showing a lot of promise that we have personally heard of before and have showed interest to work with us And we can't wait to have them on board yeah. Uh, truly, we can't wait we can't like to have him play. So it's, yeah. it's a big stepping stone for yeah. us as well. It's going to be awesome.
0: I'm dope. Like I said, I love what you guys are doing. Uh, really hope. I mean, I'm, I'm free now. So I, I, hope to, I hope to make it out. Um, I just we'll want to say, that. goose Thumps, thank you guys very much for coming on. Freddie, Jack, Tom, Nate, I really appreciate it. I hope you guys had fun. Straight I know this was one of my yeah. favorites. Um, it's definitely our longest, but I, I respect <laughs> it. Um, but no, I would love to have you guys back on. definitely keep talking and And, um you know i think you guys are gonna do big things and you guys will definitely hear beer league keep promoting these guys because you know as like you guys are trying to give back to other people trying to do shit i'm trying to do the same shit and you know real respect's real and so
5: yeah i mean when i mean when you reached out i I listened to to one of the podcasts and you you guys talked about xfl for you know maybe 10 20 minutes and i was loving it you know Big fan of sports and whatnot, so I, you know, you definitely kept my interest. Uh, love, love, to hear what you guys got doing on the podcast, and uh, you know, we're happy to be here. Thanks for having us.
4: Yeah. yeah, anyone out there, help your homies, man. If your homies are doing <laughs> something sick, support them because they need it. <laughs> yeah, making yeah. big moves in the shy yeah,
2: Joe, thank you for having us, man. You're, uh, you're a great host, and it's yeah, great. dude, It was been a Absolutely, <laughs> truly a pleasure. Right.
3: Beerly goose thumbs. online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: all
0: right, everyone, have a good one.